Okay, Ramblers, let's get rambling. How does it feel, Hank, knowing every person you represent is guilty? It's fine. Innocent people can't afford me. Oh, shit. Here it comes. Mr. Orange. Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? Because you're a faggot, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Is that as good for you as it was for me? Oh, there's more. Oh, dude, you got to make them <laughs> We I'd end up playing the whole movie. Dude, yeah. No, that was really good. That <laughs> yeah, was good, Tony. That yeah. was awesome. Thank you. Except was it good for you? Beginning, it was in the beginning with Clooney's Rambler's Just Get yeah, Rambling. Exactly. Yeah, wrong... Not Joe, but I'll let it slide because you, you finished off strong. No, I know because it was, I mean, there was the same line. So I was like. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which, yeah well, Tarantino wrote it, so it's all good. And it was right. funny because I forgot. That uh, what's his name says it in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I I always say it with the kids. I mean, I say it, mm-hmm. it, it almost I, every week. Right. Every time we get up and have to go somewhere, I'm like, all right, Rambler, let's get rambling. No, but do the you say you all... say like Clooney though, huh? Yeah, of course. I totally See, forgot. I've that always he said it. I've always said it, I've always said it like Joe. Ah, <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah, but then when I heard Clooney say it too, I'm like, I'm like, hey, there it is again. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna... you hear Tarantino's like words, like or the way. Uses words right. a lot and yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. All the characters talk the same, which is cool. So, welcome everyone to the Bad Boys Podcast. Where we randomly rant on all things movies. We're on episode two hundred and forty-eight. Uh, and if you haven't subscribed on us with on iTunes, I suggest you do because then you can just get every episode right when it comes up. You just refresh your iTunes feed, and boom, there it is, another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. I am your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm over here, Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Mr. Blonde. <laughs> why do I got to be Mr. Blonde? <laughs> well, because you're a psycho, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> bam, bam. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The homework, <laughs> obviously, we're, get, we're cluing in. You heard the you heard the intro sounder, which every time every, – it seems like Tony's getting having a lot of fun with it. Playing with a little bit, a little more, a little more. Oh yeah, played yeah. with the other movie, tuned into the other one. That was really good. That was really good editing, though. Like, yeah, I, I think that was the best it, one. So it far. was like a, it was almost like that. You were playing the trailer or something. It was rad. Get, <laughs> the trailer of our film? reviews. Yeah, seriously, no, that's a, that's a good way of saying it. Didn't? Don't you think so, Harley? Like it's it's not like a trailer. It was rad. It was yeah, cool. absolutely. Oh, well, very good. So. I hadn't I hadn't seen it in a while, but um, earlier, like in the nineties, I was uh, f- uh, fucking fascinated with Tarantino, so I watched mm-hmm. I watched them all the time. But it, it had been a while since I watched it again. But it felt like just like you know, just like yesterday, and I was watching it again. But it was cool. It's cool. To, I want. I'm cur- curious to hear your guys' take. Like I said, we'll get to that soon, and then we'll be reviewing. That was actually extra credit. And um, this week's homework is a judge that Harley chose. But there's been some news, you know, that's kind of happened last night. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it. I know you guys are, we're, we talked about this before. We're kind of superhero fatigue, but this was pretty uh, big. Like, yeah. looks like, looks like Spidey's going to Spidey. be joining the oh. Marvel, Marvel yep. Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So. so that'll mean he'll be like, he'll be in an X-Men film. No, no. Or, X-Men's still oh, owned by 20th Century Fox. Oh, okay. 
yeah, they haven't joined yet. So now it's like, yeah, we're kind of, they're like, uh, they're slowly, your move, your move slowly. 20th Century Fox, you know, Wolverine's <laughs> like, ain't got, you ain't got no love for Logan? What's up? I know Mark Higley's listening. I know he's like, yes, <laughs> he loves Wolverine. In fact, one of his kids is named Logan. That's how much he loves Wolverine. So I'm right. sure he's like, yes, cool. get, get Wolverine over the other side. So the thing is, like, if, I don't know if you guys, if you didn't read or anything, but it's kind of funny. Like, Sony still owns the rights. They're going right. to distribute all that stuff. But Kevin Feige, the guy that runs Marvel, everything, he's the fucking the brainiac. He's gonna have control him and Amy. That chick that was all hacked on the internet on the on the all those emails, Amy Pascal or whatever her name is. Um, you know he's still gonna be in charge. Like whatever their storyline, whatever their whole cinematic universe they planned out until twenty twenty from Infinity Wars two or whatever. Uh, the the Avengers. Yes, the whole yes, the whole okay. Civil War, everything. Yeah, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So they had to, they had to push back some titles just because they throw they got Spidey in there. Remember when those emails hacked? There was words. There was talks of both companies, like you know, um, merging, you know, or having Spidey come over. So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have the rights to Sony, but Garfield, he's gone. Everything else before is gone. We're gonna go with a new Spidey. Everything is gonna be like fresh. You know, hopefully they don't have another goddamn origin story because we know how fucking Peter got his yeah, goddamn okay. powers already, right? Everybody knows. So let's just move yeah, on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's tough. <laughs> I think. But it'd be inter- it's so cool to have them over, you know what I mean? It's like it's pretty big. It's big news, you know. We didn't think it was going to happen. I was hoping it happened. Yeah, nobody believed it, right? Exactly. So the fact that there's rumblings after those emails, you're like, oh shit, they've been talking. You know, it'd do you be think awesome. it's? Do you think it means like it's all of a sudden we're going to have good Spider-Man films? Yeah, if Kevin Feige's running it, yes. Mm. Like they're saying, they're still if it's still a Sony product. It, you know, it's like okay, you still have the name, you still. have the rights, distributions, everything. Sony's everything still yours. But we're just gonna have cameos of other Marvel characters and Spider Man movies. But here's and Spider Man will have cameos and Avengers exactly. films. Exactly. Like you can have yeah, a Spider Man show up a Spider Man movie. I don't, or, I don't or, see how that is a recipe for good. It's just different. I mean, call like, me a cynic, but okay, but but you weren't fans of Amazing Spider Man or Amazing Spider Man Two, right? No, I didn't, well, he was I didn't barely a fan. For, of I didn't care for the any latest Spider Man film ever. Well, see, here's time to turn you around here. <laughs> well, and I think it has more to do with the character, how it's written on a comic book. He's a Were teenager. you a fan of the character of Spider-Man? No. Yeah. I was how? never read him in oh, the that's... comic books. Oh, really? You never watched he's a, he's a fucking teenager with a hard-on for what's-her-name. It's like I'd much rather watch Iron Man be fucking cool while he's drinking his gin and tonics or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, but Peter's I... like, but he's like, a, he's like the nerd that got powers and like uh, – you know he's, but he's a he's a smart kid and he loves science, and um, you know, he yeah, pushed I mean, nice. it came up with a it's, it's like every day, you know, he's living with his aunt. Oh man, it's it's so cool. Peter's story is he's a down to earth man. He's got problems with like homework and a job and girlfriends and fucking villains. Like yeah, I got all those that? problems too. I don't want to see that shit on film. Yeah, but imagine if he had powers. <laughs> yeah, like, then I wouldn't have those problems, would I? You'd be webbing across <laughs> your fucking trees up north, wherever you're at right now, just webbing, just trying to calm yourself. Be hanging upside down, trying to get that flu away. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, how do you feel, Peter Parker? Like, what? How do you, you like the character? Yeah, you're asking me. He's he's a science. He's a nerd. You know, I've always like 
But like, yeah, he's one of me. I'm one of him. Like, we're, we, I can do that. I just need to get bit. I got like, you know, radioactive fleas at the kennel or something. You know, I could, I could get ours. <laughs> You'd be dog man though. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be up there sniffing people's butts and pissing on fire hydrants. <laughs> I can tell <laughs> my my uh, flea senses are tingling. Well, you do that when you're fucking high on PCP. So what's, you, you, you kind of get powers when yeah, you kind of get powers when you're high. Yeah, right? but it doesn't you last. Like exactly, your... I need it to last. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. No, but it's it's um. But you're right. It's like uh. That's that's the thing, right? Anybody can have been Spider Man, right? That's what's cool, mm-hmm. right? He got bit, right? I mean, like he's the everyday person. I don't know. I I I love that. I love Peter Parker. I think it's the fact that nerdy is getting over, you know, and um, it's cool. I don't know. I I like. Well, see, no, that I I think it's it, the big appeal for me when I was watching the cartoons because that's how I know Spider Man from the cartoons. Yeah, the and, uh, He was he was smart. Like he, he, he developed his own gadgets and, you know, fixed his own stuff. And that that's what was a big appeal to me. Like he, he was problem solving on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really cool. You know, he's, and he's his villains yeah, were all like, you know, science nerds too. I mean, mm-hmm. lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Know, exactly. From the same, the same world. Mm-hmm. So, so that yeah, was always the appeal for me. Yeah. Cause everyone's like, uh, he'll smart everybody, you know what right. I mean? And then the end he'll talk his ass, he'll talk, he'll talk their ear out and piss them off. You know, they're fighting. <laughs> I, I think one of the one of my sort of biggest complaints, I think, with the Spider-Man franchises, is you're still mad prob- that James Cameron didn't direct it. Go ahead and say it. No, I don't. I don't see how. I you don't, don't see it. how he would have made. He would have tried to make them more brooding and heavy. Um, <clears throat> but they are the most sort of like. Besides, I think like the Fantastic Four uh, films, which I think there's only two of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um. It's the most like kid friendly, like young kid friendly, you know. Um, all the other Marvel films have have a slight air of adult to them. Mm-hmm. So there's some adult themes, et cetera, et cetera. Most of the characters are adults, and the Spider-Man franchises really, I think, appeal to a younger demographic than. than um, I think you nailed it on the head because looking at um uh, at Wikipedia, it said that uh, Stan Lee says that. The idea for Spider-Man came from uh, a teenage demand for comic books and a desire yeah. to create a character whom teens could identify with, yeah, and that they can grow with. Because like he's gone yeah. through, he got he went through college. That's where I, you know, met him in in the in the cartoon series. He oh, wasn't shit, in high you school. You met Peter Parker? How was he? Yeah, yeah. No, he was a cool <laughs> dude. Pretty cool guy. Yeah, yeah lunch <laughs> together. Yeah, they talk nerd. They talk shop. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I think right. it's been it's been yeah. hard for me to to, yeah, it, yeah. to yeah. Honestly, the that's what I've been waiting school, for. Harley, how do you not relate to him? I am far from the biggest nerd in school. Oh, oh this this got big man on campus right here. Excuse no, me, Mr. No, Letterman just, wearing jacket. I'm, I'm just like the <laughs> oldest man on campus. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Big man on campus. Yeah. You know, and just, and having said that, the whole college years of of Peter Parker, I think that's what I've been waiting for because. Because we got the reboot, he's stayed a teen. You know, he's still a teenager. That's a good point. Yeah, I've been waiting for him to grow up into the second one. In the sequel, he was already in the the Tobey Maguire one, wasn't he? In college then? I have no idea. I was out of school. I think he was out of high school. Those are kind of tuned out for me. Yeah, Yeah. but he's he's like a fucking child. Yeah, he still acts like a child. Deals with his relationships and Uh stuff. He's like, and how he deals with his aunt and uncle. 
he he just comes off as very immature and childlike, mm-hmm. and I, it's, no, it's Tobey all, Maguire I, did. Don't don't yes. not Peter Well, that's what, exactly. Well, Tobey fair Maguire enough, made. but I don't I don't know anything other than five movies worth of Spider Mans, and he's always very childlike in all in all five of the films. He's I would say he's more. His ma- uncle died. Gar- he crying. That's a Garfield. Movie. Garfield became a little more mature. He's kind of a smartass, and he had some moments where he's kind of making fun of the criminals and shit like that. Like, yeah, I like cool. Garfield. I'm not. I'm not in a hurry for them to get rid of Garfield. Although you're he's saying gone. he's gone, yeah. um, I, I liked him better than Tobey Maguire. But uh, you know, yeah. um, there's plenty, plenty of guys that they can get to fill a role. That's not an issue. I don't know who they'll get next, though. But I'm curious. We'll see. Oh, there's talks of maybe Logan Lerman. I like yeah. him. I saw that on uh, on one of the news yeah, channels. I like that. So yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But hey, how do you want to give us our top five, or is American Sniper still number one? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, Tony. Oh, grab that record. Huh? Put the needle. Are we doing the what? Are we skipping weekends? Did you guys do anything this weekend? Anything worth talking about? Oh, I'm completely lost. I was trying to remember who that uh, that black the the black guy that they wanted to play Spider Man. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say that too. Yeah, yeah. No, I um. How did I do? Oh, Sunday we were gonna go to SeaWorld, but then uh, Amy was really tired. She's like, she took a nap, and then I was watching the boys, and um, she took a two-hour nap, and she was good. And they were like, let's go to Pepper Tree Frosty, little ice cream joint. It's been there since like 1953, and it's just like a staple in Vista. So we went there, got some ice cream. The neighbors, all the kids, like, hey, we're gonna get some ice cream. You guys want to go? Like, yeah. So we all rolled up and got some ice cream. So that was fun. Nice. But then that we just and then the. We watched The Walking Dead came back, and then the new show, Better Call Saul, the prequel to like Breaking Bad, that came oh, out. Oh, that I get released? Yeah, yeah, that came out. It's kind of cool to see him like him. So if you've seen Breaking Bad, you know the character Saul, and it's like him coming up. Um, yeah, it's it's got the Breaking Bad feel. It's cool. And you see, and then uh, at the end of episode one, a character came up from the past, and Breaking Bad, you're like, oh shit, this is cool. Hmm. You see Mike show up. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Is uh, is it the same writer? I think it's Vince Gilligan, yeah. I saw a picture oh. of him like uh, directing, I think, or right on, writing right it. On. So I think it's the same team, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Because, I mean, it's going to be so hard for Vince to come up with some other show, right? It's uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the poor bastard. He set the bar so high, high, for sure. Way high, yeah. yeah so, yeah. but yeah, I did that. And then, uh, caught the shenanigans with fucking Kanye West at the Grammys. That fucking dimwit. Talking shit about Beck. <laughs> Did he actually think. say anything? I saw a well, video he got, of him walking up. Yeah, he got up to say, and then said, "No, no, no I'm just kidding." And Beck's like, "No, no, no, come back, come back, come back," you know. But he, yeah. he's like, "No, no I'm not, I was just messing around." But then at the at, uh, he was being interviewed by E and his stupid sister in law, one of the Kardashians, and he's like, um, "Beyonce should have won the album, and Beck needs to respect artistry." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, are you serious right now? Like." I, I, I obviously everybody knows that shit just comes out of your mouth, but it's like, man, you got a hard on for Beyonce. Why do you think she's always got to win as best album? You know what I mean? Well, um, what's his relationship with Beyonce? Well, he's cool with Jay, you know, and uh, um, oh, did he, they, he, did was, they do some he was stuff well, he was signed with them with uh, when it was Rockefeller when Kanye was first coming up. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I it's I mean, I like his first couple albums, and it's what makes me really hard to hate him, you know, because I do like some music sometimes. But he's but him as a fucking person, he's just. You go maniac, fucking douchebag. Well, didn't, uh, didn't Beck like 
forgive him. He was like, ah, he's cool. Let him be. You know, he's actually a genius or something. Like, Becky yeah, yeah. Said. I mean, he's, I mean, he was very, like, yeah, he was very, the way he responded, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. But, um, but other people didn't take it. Like, Shirley Manson from Garbage, she let Kanye have it. I mean, it's just, I mean, some people need to tell him. I mean, it's crazy. Like, somebody posted on Facebook that, uh, all the songs that were written with, like, Beyonce was, like, co written or other people wrote it. And then um, it was a side by side. And then it was, uh, it was like all her track listing. And then the album that won best album of the year was Beck's. And it was all his uh, track listings. And it said written and composed Beck Hansen. That was it. <laughs> it was like, just it was the only. Yeah. And it's like, <clears> like yeah. there was no that. studio. Yeah. I, the thing I, no I, producer, I, no I, mean, it was I like, heard him say, he was like, thank you. Thank you. I kind of did this in my house. So thanks to my kids for putting up with me or something like that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> yeah. And he'll forever always have a place in my heart for fucking working the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack and writing all the mm. songs and helping, oh. you know what I mean, Tony? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's a garbage truck for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was that. was that. And then Monday and Tuesday, business as usual, taking crew to school and just hanging, you know, watching the homework. Execute, try to get in. Saw Toy Story again. That's fucking, should be a certified Slater between all of us. Uh, that movie fucking still holds up. I fucking love those characters. I wish those characters. I wish they keep making movies for the rest of my life. I love visiting Woody, Buzz, fucking Potato Head, mm. God Spiller, all of them, and Rex, all of them, man. I love them. Don Rickles, Potato Head, just fantastic casting voices, man, for all of them. I mean, it's great. I mean, joke like just the fucking jokes, man. I mean, I've seen the movie so many times, but they still get me when uh, they get the binoculars looking at Sid, and he's got that. <laughs> That firecracker on Combat Carl, that big ass M80, mm-hmm. and then uh, they're like, "Look at that kid over there, he's crazy." And then, and then Buzz like, "What do you mean that happy child?" Oh, that ain't no happy child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit like that, man. And I love, I love that Sid's house, his his rug, his carpet at his house is the same as the hotel in The Shining, in the, Shining the Overlook yeah. Hotel. It's fucking uh. great. Little little touches like that, you know, the A113 and the plates, the Pizza Planet truck, make you know. That's like it's like you see the pla- you see them you see the piece of planet truck you see pe- you see the place you actually see it you know they go there you see the claw you see the aliens um uh and it gets a little scary too when the like you get zombie toys when they come out of the mud when they come right. back to yeah. life yeah, scary that's right, that's right. I fucking love that spider baby I wish they made a toy yeah. of that I wanted that spider baby so but he he's so cool uh, and my favorite his favorite when fucking. <laughs> He's about to light up uh, Buzz, and he's like, um, "Reach for the sky." Sid looks at him, like, "Huh?" And he's talking. He's like, "Mom, man, this, this, like, this, this stupid toy is busted. Who are you calling busted, Buster?" And he's just like, "Yeah." What? <laughs> and he starts talking about him. And he's fucking freaking out. And the toys, the, like the soldiers, start coming out of the mud and everything. I love how, like, how, like they never since toys never spoke, you know, because they were like uh, he fucked them up. But they, they all like made a, they all like they all did a part. It's like legs with the fishing hook and the. And the strong duck and the skateboard guy. I mean, it was, it's 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 fucking genius, and uh, it's so fucking cool. And then uh, my boys going, Buzz, Woody, 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 Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. And they're saying his name, and um, and uh, cool. yeah, it's just yeah, that fucking movie, man. It's so much fun, um, especially when the first one when Woody gets jealous of Buzz. Um, but yeah, that movie, fucking Slater, like that truly that was a fucking movie. Absolutely. Um, what else did we see? Um, oh, then I saw I revisited Attack of the Block earlier yeah. in the week. Um, that fucking movie holds that. That was a lot of fun again. I gotta watch it again. I've only seen it once. Oh man, it's oh it's so good. And um, 
I still I I wish I would have went and saw that screening with you guys. You Tony. Yeah, yeah, you would have enjoyed it. Just like, oh, I'll beat Nicholas Wooden Ruffin. Or right there, like the block. I'm like, oh, why does it be at the same time? <laughs> oh, but yeah, that movie's a Slater. That movie's so good. That was a fucking movie. You haven't seen it? Yeah, definitely check it out. And then when I was watching the next credit, they mentioned a certain movie. So I had to pop that in today. I had to watch me some fucking Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a fucking Slater. I love watching that movie too. So three Slaters in a row. Drop it. Boom, boom, boom. That was a fucking movie. movie. Absolutely. So I was actually watching the. I had seen it so many times. I'm like, like, let me check out the the special features on it because I haven't seen special features in a long time since. Uh, oh yeah, since I've had kids and I've had no time. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a part where like Amy volunteers at school, so I get like a break. Like her and she's a crew, and then I, I just got the boys, and uh, they're just they're just playing, hanging out. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna tr-. That's when I threw in Tech the Block, Lost Boy. You know, drop in a couple movies here and there. Um, but I was just watching the features. They had a little cool documentary. Keep Sutherland like talking about it, like you know, you're always afraid. I'm always afraid to hear actors don't um, appreciate like the like their their earlier work. Like I'd be like I'd be like hardly being heartbroken if Peter Willis said I fucking hate Buckaroo Banzai. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like fuck Heart, that move yeah. then, right? Wouldn't they just <laughs> rock your world, right? So yeah, I'd feel terrible. Um, I'd be like, no, it's it's part of who you are, kind of thing. Like no, motherfucker, I see you. Either, I'm either gonna call you Buckaroo or Robocop. So you yeah. Know what I mean? Um, no, but Keith was talking about it, and he's like, uh, he loved the experience, you know, he loved working on it. That was he, cool. He idea. must be doing the rounds because he was on Top Gear, and uh, which is weird because uh, usually they're the uh, oh yeah because no, every this was every like, week so, Top Gear does does this. Uh, oh, you're talking about like an extra feature on the Lost Boys. This was actually yeah because he yeah. It, looked, it looked like he was on the set of like 24. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, because because they were interviewing Corey Haim, and he he. It's weird. Corey Haim and Max He's Freeman, dead. they're <laughs> both dead. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a shame. So, um, he seemed like a really cool guy. He was on Top Gear, and they were interviewing him, and and yeah. uh, he seemed like a really neat guy. Mm-hmm. He's he talked about like how you know in the night they just had this. Oh, he was saying how like his twenty six year old daughter and his sixteen year old they just kind of. He's like, I didn't tell him to watch. You know, they just kind of find it on their own. It's cool how like it contested uh, the this the, um where different generations can catch it and watch. It, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they are essentially it is a teen vampire movie. And when you say that, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? Is the uh, the Twilight franchise? Yeah, <laughs> is that a shame? You know, yep. yeah, no it shouldn't kidding. be that way. Yeah, it shouldn't be that way. So. Um, but yeah, so you want to watch a Teen Vampire movie? Watch the motherfucking Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Santa Carla, murder capital of the world. Remember that. Mm. Um, so that was my weekend. How about you guys? Tony, anything? I don't remember. <laughs> Are you super stoned or something? No, fucking I just... just weekend. I, I think oh. we were busy all weekend. You're in loathing. Yeah, what were you doing? Yeah, we were busy. I don't remember. Lines of coke? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I know on Sunday... And Sunday at noon, um, I went and I hung out with Ricky. We're we're like starting trying to, um, trying to come up with a short, like a movie short, and film it. And so we were playing around with. Uh, I took my camera over there, took my green screens over there, and we started playing around with like what kind of shots we could do. Um, so that was kind of fun. Because your camera records video, right? And like, yeah, like yeah, nice video. HD video. Yeah, yeah. The new DSLs do a lot, of really high quality video. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I know I did that on Sunday. Is it top secret? You can't talk about it right now. It's still uh, in the works. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about it. We're still still coming up Ooh. with it. 
probably top secret. You don't want mm. nobody, you know, getting any ideas. <laughs> Boring. Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> Was it a zombie movie? <laughs> Excuse me. Right on. That's cool, man. We'll we'll like to see the finished product. Yeah, sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Are you starring in it too? Probably. What is your What is your title? What are you, What are you doing? I'm probably going to be starring in it at, at, because I mean it's low budget, so it's only us. So right. you know we're going to have to be. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to end up me being the the main guy, and then he's going to be the antagonist. Oh shit! Look at that. Well, so, I'm me and Fazo. Are you the director, writer? Are you the producer, cinematographer, DP? Uh, uh, everything. Everything. everything huh? We're all of it. Fucking oh, the Robert, fucking Robert Rodriguez, Robert right Rodriguez, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> shot, chopped, and what it was his uh, name? Shot, shot, chopped, and edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Antonio being a production. There you go. Look well, Tony, Tony and I have, a, or Alfonso and I have a little history on the the screen too. You know, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Send me your uh, your reel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my headshot from fucking nineteen ninety two. Yeah. My mustache and my spiky hair. <laughs> Like it'll be like I don't look like that, but uh, I can still I can play I can play a high school kid. I can, I can, I can shave. I can, I can <laughs> yeah. shave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see my work? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's cool. Well, like I said, we're well, excited to see. Yeah, Are you going to put it up on uh, on the interwebs there? What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, really? We're, we're going to try and uh, I mean I don't know. We, we got to make it first, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah. because we're not on no budget. No deadline. We got no sponsors. We got nobody hounding us. We're just taking our time. So whenever it happens, it happens. But it's uh, we've got got a good chunk of stuff written down. It's, it's starting to feel like it's uh, it could be a real thing. So nice. You know, how, it's starting well, how, to gain traction. How long do you think? You, what are you gonna? How long do you think of a short? Are you thinking? Uh, twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Can twenty so we'll minutes see. be on YouTube. We'll put it on YouTube for sure. Yeah, but there's no limit anymore, right? How long a video could be now? Uh, no, no, not anymore. Okay. No, because they got full movies. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hell, there's ten hour songs. Like, the, um, there's a. Oh, that's Super right. Mario. That fucking Lord of the Rings one. Yeah. Right. Well, well, the Lord of the Rings movie. You're, wait, the the music. You know, what I'm talking about that one where it's just Orlando Bloom saying the same thing over and over. Oh, it's just looping. Ten hours. Yep. Ten hours. I think ten hours is a limit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they had another one where. Harrison Ford's like, I already work around the clock. And just kept saying that over and over again for 10 hours. Jesus Fuck Christ. Yeah. See, I remember. I just wanted to test their CPU and encoding yeah. or some bullshit. Harley's right. got a sample of that now. I remember so I was about, listening to. Uh, you, know, you know which one I'm talking about, Tony? Can you play for Harley? The one about Isengard or whatever? Uh, let's see, you, you know what I'm talking about? No. You, I never, heard, you never heard of these, Harley? You never heard of these 10 hour videos? Super long videos. Yeah, it's supposed the same thing over and over again. See, the oh, one, I, I got introduced to it with uh, the Mario theme, and so I listen. I listened to ten hours at work. I started early, stayed late, and listened to ten hours of the Super Mario thing just on loop. You just let it play. I just let it play all day long. How did that not drive you nuts? Well, when you left the lunch, didn't you? You stopped. I, I don't. I don't when, take a lunch. Was break. Oh, you didn't take a lunch. You kept I don't. Going? I, I just. I either so you, I take something to eat at my desk, hours. or I don't leave. So you did the whole ten hours. I did the whole fucking ten hours. God damn! Taking the hobbits to Isengard. The whole time. Did even? Did even? You didn't even hear it at some point. I'm sure, huh? I'm sure I tuned it out. Right. Um, which Orlando Bloom thing? There's a lot of ten hour Lord of the Rings. Something about Isengard. 
we're going back to Isengard or something. It's Orlando Bloom. Like, is he on the on the thumbnail? Uh, yeah, he's on there. That, this might be it. Let's see. I gotta wait for the ad. Oh, stupid! What's this ads. ad for? It's ad for Daredevil. Remember when YouTube like ne- used to never have ads? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's either ads or buffering. So I'm yeah. <laughs> This is it. <laughs> Ten hours of that? Yes. Nope. Wow. <laughs> Great. Actually, this is sampled from a Harley's uh, DJ gig from last week. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. He just played that song for 10 hours and nobody said anything because they're, they're like, is he going to change that, the song? I'm that amazing of a DJ. No, it's Har- funny. Harley got on the mic. We're taking the home. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be listening to one of my mixes because that's like primarily what we listen to in, in the car. I guess Chris likes them too. And, and Mazzy will go, uh, can we listen to another song? <laughs> and I'll be like, don't worry, another song will be up in about two minutes, kiddo. And and two minutes later, she goes, I thought you said there's going to be another song. And I'm like, it is a new song, motherfucker. She's like, it all She's sounds like, the same. It sounds the same as the last one. And I'm like, well, that's because I'm a damn good DJ. Oh, get out of here. Because all she wants to hear is fucking pink. Y- no, yeah. you know what? She wants a gap. You know, the silence. You know, there's a the few seconds of silence between the songs. Mm-hmm. Then she'd feel like, right. okay, there's a new song. Right, right. But if you yeah, continuously mixing, yeah. She, you gotta throw this sample right here. Taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> they've, they've done that ad nauseum in dance music. Oh, they have? Yeah, they've sampled yeah. the shit out of Mario Brothers. Harley's gotta sample some more. He's gotta sample some, some shit from the podcast. That's what he needs to do. There you go. Right? Beating some demons. Beating some demons. But, but, but beating some demons. You motherfuckers don't want to watch it. Fuck Tony's gonna be you know what? I think Tony will beat you to it. I think Tony will write a two minute song before Harley ever would. There you go, ten hours of this. Oh hell yeah. Oh. Fucking Cantina. There you go. Right. Yeah, let that loop in that put that in the back. <laughs> or every time Harley talks, just play that. <laughs> hey Harley, where'd you get that movie? You don't like that song, Harley? I'm you ever sample that? Oh, nice. <laughs> he didn't want to play this game. <coughs> all right. Well, how's your weekend, Harley? You slept was, all night. You know, I didn't get sick till yesterday, till mm-hmm. yesterday morning. Um, but it rained all weekend, like a lot. It rained so much that it flooded in Dunsmuir to the point of because there's a river, the Sacramento River, that goes through the city, and um, the river is. Is started up in the lake, Lake Siskiyou, the lake that I took you, Fonzo. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's a relatively small lake, and it's you get a shit ton of rain, the dam will overflow. Essentially, I mean, they have to let the water out. So if they do that, the river that goes through Dunsmuir uh, gets pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And if it gets high enough, which it's never happened since I've been up here, it could actually get into people's yards. So. It was way the fuck up there. It's like like raging waters, and they actually evacuated several homes. It, it must no. have been a dozen homes at least Dang. Um, for danger of flooding because the river was up so high. 
um, because the dam just couldn't hold the water because it just rained and it was like heavy rain for like five days straight. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy. So, um, we basically just stayed in the house all weekend and watched movies as evident of my extra credits. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, and then I got fucking sick as a dog. So, mm-hmm. um, so I've been fighting that all day and yesterday. So, anyways, um, yeah, I got a, I, we watched, uh, on real quick, sorry, before you get to, before you get to yeah. that real quick, did, did both of you guys see the straight out of Compton trailer? No, I didn't get a chance to see I it. did. It looks like a documentary. Yeah. Oh, in, is the, it? in the beginning, yeah, well, yeah, the whole thing. I didn't see any part that seemed like a film, like really? a like a you know like a made up story. It looked like just a documentary. Yeah, um, right. It's probably, it probably wants to be as accurate as possible. Well, the beginning shows Dre and Cube. Um, it's all in black and white, and they're driving around Compton, and they're just driving around the streets, waving at people, you know, and saying, "Oh, this is where it started." This and that, and then the trailer kicks in. Oh, okay. With the movie, yeah, and Ice Cube's son is playing Ice Cube. It looks just yeah, like I remember hearing that. Yeah. F. Gary mm-hmm. Gage directed. Paul Giamatti's in it. Um, and, uh, yeah. They played, I mean, you got T-Bone, DJ Yella, Ice Cube, MC Ren, Dre. Even somebody playing, somebody's playing Snoop Dogg. Somebody's playing Suge Knight. And it's funny because you see him beating up somebody in, in the studio. So it's, they play show a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm, 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 I'm very interested well, in watching fucking Suge Knight was just in the news again for like fucking running over somebody. somebody. Yeah, running somebody over like, that motherfucker got no shame. I know. He's a trip. So I know. Oh, okay, I get it. You see it now, Tony? When the red band appropriate yeah. for audiences came up, yeah, I thought he that was the it? end of the tra- trailer. Oh, you know my how? God. <laughs> oh. So I'm like, oh, okay, that was it. No, right. yeah, you missed the, the whole trailer, the dude. I so I guess I have yeah. to say no. I did not the, see the, the trailer. You, yeah, you, you be a no. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah. So, so I yeah, saw, extras, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Anna wanted to watch X-Men Days of Future Past. She's she's big on all the uh, comic films. And uh, I saw it in the theater, and I remember kind of being kind of disappointed. Um, I was a huge fan of, of um, First Class. And, uh, and, you know, I saw the trailer to this one, and I was like, oh, this looks cool, you know. And uh, re-watching it the second time around, this is a kick-ass film. Like, it holds up really well. And I think the reason why I didn't like it so much the first time is because I wasn't – it's not what I expected. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was going to be this period film that took place in the 70s. Um, I thought it would be more – there would be more um, of the old cast in it and they're basically cameos, you know. Um, but if you just take it for what it is, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Like it's, it's very good. Um, obviously Quicksilver, you know, we don't get enough of him. He's, uh, that scene is awesome. Everybody in the house, we all watched it together and we all loved it. Mm-hmm. And, um, surprisingly, Chris liked it a lot and she hates comic book films. So, uh, she, she gave it a, uh, I wonder a, if Hugh Jackman with his shirt off half the time. Uh, well, she, she, she will say she doesn't like guys that are that buff, but I'm not so <laughs> sure that's a hundred percent true. Cause yeah, at that scene when he wakes up and he's fucking swole and he's in the yeah. bed with the chick and and he's like, like motherfucker, uh, you just woke up, you didn't fucking lift weights. What yeah, he just so like, he's like <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, yeah, as, 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 as wake up like that all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, like fifty uh, push-ups, like oh, I just rolled out of bed. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I love I love um, Fastbender. I love him. I love mm-hmm. Magneto, the character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really wish we'd see the Magneto origin story. Hmm. Um, I really, I think he's like talks about it. Yeah, yeah, I remember them talking about it. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, Ian McKellen is just too old, I think, to to do a film, and obviously now Fassbender is just as much Magneto is as hmm. uh, Ian McKellen. I just like to but, uh, get some new characters as well. Yeah, and they do that. You know, they obviously do that. And and Peter Dinklage is good. Um, you know, and and they do, you know, they I what they wanted to do was somehow, you know, sort of rewrite the franchise and remove, you know, a lot of the deaths that happened in the third the film. The shitstorm that was part 3. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fix it. And fix all. And, it. Yeah, and they awesome. try to fix it. And and you know, they do the best they can. Um, you know, and it still feels a little cheap or something like, but, um, and I was reading and I, um, when I watched it in the theater, I didn't see the ending, the end credit that gives hint to the next bad guy apocalypse or whatever the fuck he is. And, um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of intriguing, the uh, mm-hmm. character and, and it's going to be, I think the film's going to take place in like the eighties or something like that, which is kind of weird. So maybe we're getting the whole time th- travel thing again. I'm not real sure. But, um, the, the 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 fact of the matter is we're now five films deep into the X Men franchise, mm-hmm. and they're still good. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously the fourth one was you know probably my favorite out of all of them, yeah. uh, and this one holds up very well. The cast is very is very good. Um, mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing sort of the continued arc of of uh, you know James McAvoy being the younger. Charles Xavier and and obviously Magneto. Yeah, they're great. They're great seeing. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I look forward to the franchise. So, uh, I buy that for right a dollar. I buy that for a dollar. And then uh, I finally got a chance to watch Bigger Hero Six, and obviously you finally two, you two nitwits have been creaming over this movie since you saw it, and uh, I've been I've been real critical of animated films over the last couple of years. Um, I'm saying, you know what? You can use a little Baymax right now with your sick. I, I probably could. Yeah, oh, how are you absolutely. feeling? <laughs> Fucking lootly. Yeah, I'm way up at like an eight right now. There, there. Or, or a two, whichever one. So, um, Airy and baby. Disney movies, Disney movies are kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, they're kind of cut and paste, I think, a little bit. Uh, obviously, the animation is really good. Um, scratch it. The animation is amazing. I mean, the animation has come, and all the the studios have this. The, the animation has gotten so fucking good. Um, but like all the nanobots in this one, mm-hmm. they're it just oh, it looks so fucking cool. I mean, it, the animation is just fucking amazing. So they they've really come so far with the animation. And uh, so I wasn't like in a big hurry to see this. You know, I, I I wasn't expecting much. I didn't know what. I didn't really know what to expect. So I went into it open minded. And uh, we all watched it together. Chris totally checked out. She 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 even left. She didn't want to watch it. And uh, you know, I I I said, no, I'm gonna fucking sit through and watch this. It's not a long film, and uh, it's a fucking lot of fun. It's it's absolutely it's um it's done well. I mean, it's it's a sort of it's it's heavy on fantasy. Obviously, it's not a movie that's based in reality. You know, it's it's very superhero. Wait, you mean San Francisco doesn't exist? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's this weird bridging 
you know, it's got a lot of Japanese uh, sort of culture uh, influences and anime and stuff like that. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they had that, but uh, it's it's a it's this different universe they created, kind of. And I dug it. I I I I slipped right in and I enjoyed it. Um, we give creators free reign and create a whole new city, new world. I mean, they're gonna yeah. fucking chop the bits. They're gonna be like, hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, I love the nerd stuff, you know. Um, nerd school. When it, yeah, I love it. I I'm like Tony, you know. I was like, oh, this is so mm-hmm. fucking cool. You know what I mean? I love all the characters. I love the well, Baymax. Betamax is great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Betamax is Baymax. Yeah, but... I, yeah, it's Baymax, but I kept wanting to say Betamax because I'm old sure. enough to remember Betamax. So, <laughs> yeah. um, what did you, you think of his brother VHS? Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, uh, Anna knew there was going to be some kind of plot twist at the end, so I kind of expected it. And, and even the 12-year-old predicted you know, who the plot twist at the end. So I thought that was pretty, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say unoriginal, but, but, um, you know, and, and I think what, what a lot of these animated films are, are, are doing is they're really heavy on the action. And this film is no different. It is action fucking packed. And I think the expendables was one of the first, maybe animated films that was like action movie first animation comedy second. You say Expendables? Not the Expendables. The, Man, you the, are sick. The Incredibles. <laughs> I was like, I'd love to see a Disney Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we're getting a lot of these movies. I'm trying to think of the last couple ones that I saw. That they're just like, it's non-fucking-stop action. And for the most part, you kind of get burned out. You know, it's like it's like all right, all right. I see the next, and this one has it. This one has nonstop action from beginning to end. But like a good Disney film, there's enough character development. There's enough. The writing is good enough where you're sort of invested in the characters enough to enjoy the film. I think the strength of the film isn't the characters. The strength of the film is the actual animation and the action. You agree, Tony? The strength is the animation, the action. Yeah, and and the action. It's just it's it's more it's it's a visual. See, to me, I know film. we're gonna get that from it because it's kind of like a like a superhero origin story kind of. But I, I'm falling in love with the the Baymax character and 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 yeah, with hero Bonnie with him. I mean, the, the two times I saw it, I was laughing my felt, ass off, and I don't laugh my ass off at action. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the, I think the the the, the action. And how good it looks is almost a given. Right, you, you don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know you're you know you're gonna get it. You know you get. I can't from the very beginning. You see that whole cityscape. Yeah, you know. Yeah, to me, I'm all about like hero and the character. Because honestly, the loss of his parents and then his and his brother now and what, then it, and then what he's, brings he's me his back his, 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 his so, is the and So Baymax I want you. I want you to um, time watch the movie in time. How mm-hmm. much of the actual film is zero dialogue in just vis- visual action or flying? They're you know, always they're... talking when the action's going on, though. Uh, like the, no, like the chasing I mean, the whole... in the, the, the chasing in the beginning. You get a little chasing, in the but, beginning, it, but that's, that's not it. character. It takes development. a while. That's not character development. That is 
jokes. Yeah. So? Well, jokes aren't comedy. Jokes are comedy. Jokes aren't comedy? Aren't comedy? <laughs> Is that what he just said? He's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was like, yeah. you're really sick tonight, I'm Harley. No, no, no. Really my point sick. is this. Look at, look at, like, Rango. That's my, that's one of my favorite animated films. That has, like, one or two major action set pieces. The entire film, obviously, it's heavy, heavy on the comedy. But it's dialogue-driven from beginning to end. And now, granted, it's apples and oranges. That's an animated film that's really aimed at adults. You know, it's... it's Mazzy has a hard time watching it. She just checks out. It's not funny for her. You know, there's... As opposed to this, which is a... Dis- no, no, no. But my point is, this is what I enjoy, is the more mature animated films like... And and I would even say Wally had a lot of maturity in it that that most animated films these these so days don't Hero have. Six is more more geared to kids. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not that kid anymore. But it's done so well, I still enjoyed it. You know what I mean? And watching it with the kids, and watching them watch it, and loving it. It's calling it just, those little kids, Sony. It it just it just makes me enjoy it just as much. Yeah, and and yeah, Baymax is is cool. He's, like a grumpy old man. He well, yeah, I mean, man. I am in a sense. You know what I mean? Um, but just because it's like a, it's 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 uh, rude for kids, you can't enjoy it. It's not adult well, no, enough for you. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You're you not forget. getting character development. You're not I getting all that. Just said I did enjoy it. Don't sound like it. <laughs> it never does. <laughs> I just told you it's a lot of fun and it was good. The way it, you say it, though, I'm, yeah, no, because I'm a lot of fun. Because I I loved it. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually being critical of the film. I'm not just creaming and busting a nut all over the screen like you. I'm actually being critical and saying I do have complaints. The film feels like it's 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 light on character development and heavy on Michael Bay action. It's like and and I feel like most Count how many animated action films are these days in, are in my one hand. <laughs> I feel like most of these the animated films in the last couple of years. I've been doing that, and you're saying They're that's a heavy. bad thing. So, okay, so Tangled. No, no, no. I don't. Frozen I don't think it's necessarily action. a bad. Yes, absolutely. Well, if you don't think it's a bad thing, why is it a complaint? Thank you. Well, because it doesn't appeal to me as a film goer. Okay, it's not what I. It's not my. It's not what I love to watch. But you still watching. enjoyed it. What's that? But you enjoyed it. Yes, that's what I told you at the very beginning of the review. Right, so I'm trying to figure out how you can watch a movie that has all these things that you don't like, but you enjoy it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, 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 jackass. I'm simply <laughs> Bitch, being that's what critical. You said. No, I'm simply being critical of the of something you that enjoy. I... Oh, Jesus. Are, are you being critical? All right, of you know what? Everything's a slider from now on. Every goddamn <laughs> no. movie. Are every you... fucking movie. Yeah. Every single one. It's a right. fucking slider. Big Hero Six. Goddamn Slater. Now who's acting like a little kid? What's the next movie? <laughs> now who's acting like a little kid? Because you, you got time out. Go sit in the oh, corner. Damn. You say you're being critical, but are you being critical in like for for the general audience, or are you being critical for you? I'm just giving my review. Like it's confusing. But... <laughs> and I was always confused. Yeah, man, you know Harley review. He reviewed that movie, but. And then he said he liked it, but he was saying all these things. Was, he was like, it was really confusing. I was like, man, we're always confused. <laughs> like, I get it. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to be critical. But then you say you enjoyed it. So it's like, why don't you just talk about how much you enjoyed and liked it? Maybe that's coming next. 
Okay, maybe we, maybe, maybe we we're just I jumping the gun. Right at the beginning, the animation is amazing. The action set pieces, like all the micro bots and stuff, it's fucking it's eye candy. It is a blast to watch, and the whole cityscape, the whole sort of universe. I mean, you want the whole remember? movie to spend all on character development? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, as an adult, as a 35 year old adult. Watching a Disney movie. Okay, okay, so I get Which it. I've gotten before, as I brought up with with Wally. I mean, they developed characters that didn't even speak English. Yeah, but nobody likes Wally. What he's saying is nobody like, he's... Wally. I don't even think you ever saw it, you dickhead. I still haven't finished it. It's yeah, fucking exactly. boring. It's so boring. I try to watch it with my kids. They're like, no. I'm like, no. No, no. It's like they tune out. They walk away. Absolutely. She can't watch it. No, she hates Wally. Yeah. Absolutely. No, she wants to fucking see eye candy on the screen. Right. I want to see David Fincher direct an animated film. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're saying that the the small small percentage of kid that's in you, your old ass, enjoyed it. Yes, absolutely. Got it. And for that, it got a dollar for sure. Cool. That was rough. Way to finish it, <laughs> my, my my inner child down. is off cowering in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, mine's calling my mom right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fetal position and thumb sucking yeah. on its thumb. No, exactly. Like I'm uh, I'm satisfied with the service I got from. <laughs> sick. Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> I don't even think he'll... Man, bleep that shit out, Tony. <laughs> you don't deserve to say I'm that. I'm naming it. It's the title of the podcast. Satisfied oh. with the service. Yeah. Can you put like... I know. I was only thinking write it angrily. <laughs> man. I, right. Yeah, I fucking enjoyed that movie. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. We got to keep going. I'm fucking... Oh, man. Okay. Ooh, All right. shit. So, that was, right. so wait, that was a dollar? All right. Yeah, and the movie you wanted all to see. Money, all the money he got. Tony, all the money he won from bot fighting. Tony, did you, yeah, that was cool. That was fun. Um, did you see Jupiter Ascending, Tony? I did not. Yeah, nobody else did either. It made eighteen million dollars <laughs> with a hundred and seventy-six million dollar budget. I thought it had a two hundred million budget. A damn close. studio gave a hundred and seventy-six million dollars to these motherfuckers. I bet it looked good. I bet it did. I, uh, yeah, I don't really. I'm not in a hurry to go see. You should either. watch that one. I bet that has a lot of eye candy. You know what? I'm a sign for home. A lot of character development. That sounds like the movie you were looking Amer- for. American Sniper beat it out. Um, uh, but the big, the big, the big winner this week was SpongeBob. Yeah, that motherfucker. He did, he did around at 99. He's still kicking ass. Fifty-five point three million dollars. Yeah, and then amazing. one of the things I one of the things I read was fifty percent of the audience was eighteen or older. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> a bunch of people I, our age that are like going to get super stoned and going. I, to watch ain't, I ain't eighteen, bro. Don't need it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no, because look, it's been around ninety nine. How how old were they yes. then? And I was I, watching they grew it. Up with it. I was watching it in it's almost in the, the mid two thousands and loved it. I literally would put it on for hours in front of Mazzy and Your watched. Kids like it? Yeah, absolutely. And happily watched it. I never got bored. I loved SpongeBob. I will Fun happily watch fan? this movie. Um, yeah. I mean, I watched it because my brothers watched it and so I became a fan kind of, you know, the whole mm-hmm. prisoner effect, the Stockholm <laughs> syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Stockholm. I mean, yeah. Uh, Mr. Krabs is like 
fucking my hero. Like I love yeah, Mr. Krabs. Penny pinching bastard. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. <laughs> your fucking hero. <laughs> and I, mean, I love all the characters. I love the the Beaver Girl or whatever the fuck she is. Sandy the squirrel. Uh, Sandy the squirrel. Beaver squirrel. It's all the same. Right. Um, Patrick. Patrick is fucking. I love, uh, I love the, the the squid right. word. Read, just read a SpongeBob comic to, uh, as a night uh, like a um, bedtime story to crew tonight. It's funny. Yeah, there He's you like, go. So. I'd be like, I'm like, oh, not asleep. How you gotta go to bed? Oh, no, no, Dad, come on, look. But it's a comic book. It's a comic book. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, you know how to get me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's funny because they had Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. I love yeah, how they're yeah, old. that's right, that's right. They're always older. They got the bats, the slippers on and shit. It's so funny. Yeah, really well written uh, cartoon for kids. It's, it's still going adult, on, man. Adults crazy. Is it? Is the show still going yes, on? Yes, go Nick on. It's fucking. Oh, it's like the biggest show. Sponge. I want to see how many seasons there are. It's gonna be on there, like with the Simpsons, man. It's up there. But that's Sponge. that's crazy. Simpsons beat it out. Did something else come out besides Jupiter Ascending, or no? Is that it? Uh, yeah, there was uh, Seventh Son. That one, that one bombed too, huh? Yeah, it made seven point two million dollars. Jeez, ten seasons of SpongeBob. There you go. Uh, it stopped in two thousand twelve. It actually stopped. They're not making any new ones anymore. No. Well, how could it stop? They made this movie. <laughs> well, but you know, can't stop it. And they made a SpongeBob SquarePants movie in two thousand and four. Yeah, with David Hasselhoff's in it. Oh, interesting. They're sure. Oh, I saw that. He turns into like a boat. He turns into a boat. Tom, Tom you seen Kenny, it? you seen it, Tony? Yeah, I saw it. They're on his back, right? Yes. <laughs> Tom, I gotta watch that. Tom that Kenny picture, did two hundred and fifteen episodes. Yeah that, might, yeah, that dude was stoked to have a fucking job, getting paid. Did he do anything else? Well, wait, maybe there is episodes sure in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, see, I'm telling you. How do they keep writing this fucking show? I know that's what's amazing, right? Those fucking people. How do they stay relevant? Hey, I remember. I remember you Tom got more, Kenny. And new kids coming up. I remember Tom Kenny being on Love Line. He was on it a couple times. Really? And he would talk to people, like, like oh. yeah, about like their anal cysts and shit, like oh. in the SpongeBob voice. Yeah. If you want to see some funny shit, listen to – try to find some old Love Line clips on YouTube with Tom that's Kenny doing a Spongebob voice. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So anyways, that's yeah, $55 million. Good for that fucking sponge. Yeah. Who lives in the pineapple under the sea. Sad for the Wachowski siblings. Siblings. Ouch. You think they're going to get any more money like that anymore? No. Because they're last – They're one-hit wonder? Well, you could say it's a franchise. Um one hit and the, um wasn't what didn't the movie make didn't the money um uh what was the speed racer yeah didn't that make money i don't think that did really well speed either. racer oh new it did not like, do well. Like you open the fridge and it's spoiled. It only milk. made forty-three million dollars on a hundred and twenty million dollar budget. It's like Harley's little inner kids coming out again. Ew, yucky. <laughs> uh, and then Cloud Atlas was yeah. after Speed Racer, and that literally made twenty-seven million dollars domestically. So forever, they're going to always be known as the, the directors of, of the Matrix. The Matrix like, and yeah. Bound. That shit came out a long time ago, pal. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. What are you going to do? 
There, I did read something that they are getting on board with some sort of Netflix show. Like they're going to make like a mini series or something. I'm always going to watch it. I will. Because right, well, I I like Cloud Atlas. I was a big fan yeah. of it. Okay. So. Anyway. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough action in it for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Not like enough robots action. in it. Nah, fuck that. Fuck all that shit. You find that picture, Tony? What picture am I looking for? Oh, the one with SpongeBob and David Hasselhoff. Oh. Patrick. Just wanted to show Harley. So Harley, you chose the homework this week. I I chose I chose the judge. Hang on. Whoa, whoa. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch out now. When did the voices come out? The voices? That came out I think this year? Or maybe twenty fourteen? I don't know. Why? Yeah, crazy. IMDB has a two thousand fourteen release. Here. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. So it weird. just came out on a Video on demand. On demand. Sure yeah, no, like that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, like yeah. A, so that's actually. Maybe he had a limited, limited release or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You uh, you saw that. What did you think? Uh, oh, sorry. You know, that's right. I'm sorry. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a dark comedy with emphasis on dark. Uh, it says about a likable guy pursuing his office crush with the help of his evil talking pets, but things turn sinister when she stands him up for a date. Right. Who voices the dog and cat? He's got Anybody a dog and he's got, yeah. Um, what I didn't realize, I'm just looking at MDB right now, he did all the voices. Who, did Ryan the, Reynolds? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds did the voice for the for the cat, for the dog. There's a deer. Um, no way. And then there's the bunny monkey that's from a flashback. And he did all those voices. That's actually huh. brilliant. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Um yeah, this is a uh, this is it was a lot darker than I was expecting. Um, I guess I guess I should have expected it when it, you know yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, the the trailer p- paints him out to be um, a psychopath, mm-hmm. uh, a schizophrenic psychopath, uh, <laughs> and yeah, he is he's that lovable schizo, but he's kind of oblivious to his dark side, and um, his cat plays like his the, the devil, his evil side. And, uh, and it's always like talking to him, trying to push him, you know, to do bad things. And the dog's kind of his good side. And so that was, that, that was the natural, like, dynamic. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. Um, uh, it, it starts off, you know, um, just introducing his good side at first. You know, you get, you get to fall in love with him a little bit. Like, okay, yeah, he's kind of cool. And then, uh, he, 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 he does have, he has this obsession with Gemma Arterton's character. Um, she she's not having any, anything of it, and then he accidentally, you know, kills her, and her head is, uh, ends up in his fridge, and that's all revealed in the trailer. Right. Um, and what what was, was <coughs> and it seems really Sorry. quirky, and I remember seeing that that about the trailer was like it seems like like over the top, upbeat, and like really, you know, uppity, like real, and and, and it's dark. It's like what the what the fuck's going on? And this was what's kind of cool. He's got a therapist. A therapist is a size of medication. He's got prescription pills. He doesn't take them, and uh, and in the movie when he does take them, that's when like the curtain of his hallucinations kind of gets pulled back, and you see the reality of everything, and you realize that he's been painting, uh, hallucinating a, a, a whole world. Everything like in the movie that looks quirky and looks like really colorful, that's because he's been hallucinating it, and that was a really cool take on that whole thing. Um, and that's when I was like, it, it got, it got me in there because it, it turned gritty at that moment. Um, so it was, it was cool. I, I was enjoying it. Uh, the, the, um, uh, everything, uh, seemed pretty damn plausible. Um, it, 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 because the, the 
unbelievable parts where you, you can attribute it to just him hallucinating him being schizo. So, uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. Um, I enjoyed the ed- ending. So, um, Oh, Hey, Hey, that's, Hey, that's, that's saying a lot for me, right? right? Whoa. Uh, I give it a dollar with a high potential for a Slater on, on a revisit. I'd buy that for a dollar. Lane gave it a Slater right away. Wow. Yeah. Oh, then it must be a piece of shit. So, so yeah, so you guys will hate it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> is there is there a lot of action in it for Fonzo? This fucking guy. <laughs> Does a dog have revenge on somebody? <laughs> Did he dual wielding? So I don't give a fuck if he ain't. <laughs> no, man, this sounds like when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh hell yeah, I was like, I'm definitely gonna sign this, and then so, but yeah, Tony saw it, so that's cool. Yeah, because it's just that offbeat, right? It's just so yeah, it's, it's so something different, right? But yeah, what it's was cool. cool. It catches your attention right away. Yeah, but what was cool is that the offbeat part of it had a mm-hmm. had an explanation, and that was I was, and that's what made me dig it. Mm. So right yeah, yeah, that's cool. I yeah, I'm, I'm looking for. I want to see it for sure. Cool, right on. All right, All so right. now to the good stuff. All right, the judge. I'm guessing objection. you don't have um <laughs> objection? Yes. Sustained. All right. Big city lawyer Hank Palmer returns to his childhood home where his father, the town's judge, is suspected of murder. Hank sets out to discover the truth and along the way reconnects with his estranged family. So this is kind of like kind of Tony Stark being a lawyer, oh, kind yeah. of. Of like, course, yep. It's Robert Downey Jr. since he got sober, he's kind of playing Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it works. Like, uh, it's kind of snide, kind of an arrogant prick. Uh, but I like it. Like, he's charming enough to The, the character like calls for it. What's that? I mean, the the storyline and that character, I mean, it, it, it fits, like you said. Yeah, It calls for yeah. that kind of character. Yeah, it does. And, and he has an arc. And I'm big on that. I'm big on characters changing. And, Fucking Noah and, over here. What's that? Nothing. I said you're fucking Noah over here. All about the arcs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tony, that was a good joke. That was funny. I'm, I'm sorry right. we didn't yourself hear yourself a goddamn drummer. I know. I didn't even I know. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. You know what's funny? I'm sorry, real quick. When I go oh, back God. and listen to him, I'll catch Tony drop little jokes all the time, and there's no laughter during the show. But when I'm re-listening. I'm fucking cracking up. I'm like, how the fuck did I not catch that? I'm like, why did I not catch that? And I feel bad. I'm like, damn. Tommy dropping some joke bombs right there. We are uh, even catching them. Oh, that's so, right. Harley stopped talking, sucking all the oxygen in the room. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> so uh, the interesting thing is this is from the director from movies like The Change Up, Wedding Crashers, Shanghai Nights. Oh, makes sense now. And it's like, it's a comedy director, and all of a sudden he's getting real serious, because this is a really heavy film. And I liked it. From the very beginning, they set the stage. This is going to be rated R film. A lot of fucks. This is not for everybody. This is for adults. Words, uh, not sex. What's that? Just the words, not sex. There's not a yeah, lot of fucks Yeah, yeah, there's going no, on. like, TNA. Um, and there's no violence, um, so to speak. Um, but, um... And and I got like a soft spot for Robert Duvall. I've always been a big fan of him, mm-hmm. um, and I like him in this. I'm I'm unfortunately I'm waiting for him to die pretty <laughs> soon in real life. Like, yeah, yeah. 
He's not a young man. Like, he's 80 years old or some shit. Yeah. Um, two, two words. Hal Holbrook. Yes, he's staying alive. Staying alive. So, um, yeah, it's awesome that Robert Duvall's still alive and acting his ass off, and he's good in this. He's shitting himself. Dude, um, that was a heavy scene. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of heavy scenes. Um, and there's a lot of supporting cast that I like a lot. Um, his brothers, uh, I enjoyed. Um, the dynamic, the family, the four. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, his mother dies, and Robert Duvall is sort of by himself, and uh, he's kind of lost. You get the feeling he's kind of depressed. Not depressed, but kind of lost. And he's, you find out, it's not a spoiler alert, but he's sick himself. And um, the dynamic between the four, uh, I thought was very good. Um, I'm looking at the cast. The Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, I don't know if I'm fucking up her name. She's kind of like the love interest. You got to put that in every film, so it's like, all right, I get it. And, What's uh, funny when she before she came out, and then uh, when when Robert went to he went into the the bar, I was like, oh my gosh, how cliche is this? I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm like, here we get the hot chick coming up here any moment now, and he's yeah. going to talk to her. And sure enough, when it came out, I was like, oh shit, like right, like there you go, like man, man, watch a lot of movies, you know. Uh, kind of pat myself on the back, but. But when she came out, I was like that scene. Um, of course, I'm going to go back to Toy Story because, like I said, it's fresh oh. on my mind. But uh, I was like when uh, Little Bo Peep kissed uh, Woody in the cheek. And when she very came out, I was like, <laughs> I, I like, very comes on the screen. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm melting. I'm like, oh, there you go. You can do no wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. Hello. So, <laughs> um, and they kind of white trash her up by putting the arm tattoo on her. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I liked all the cast. I like Dax Shepard. He's sort of the, the yeah, comedy, he's good. comedy mm-hmm. relief. And well, they um, like about Thor shows. I'd be like, oh, this yeah, yeah right he's here. Good. Like, oh, he's good. Shit. And I like his backstory. Like he's got a little, you know, a little backstory, and I like that. I dug that. Mm-hmm. And for, the film is Balthazar Getty was in it. He played Deputy Ooh. Hanson. Balthazar Getty. I was like, holy shit! You're in this. I didn't even realize. Am I supposed to recognize him from something? I don't know who the fuck that is. You guys own him. All right. Okay, moving on. What were you saying, Harley? I'm looking at his IMDb, and I don't recognize him from nothing. Okay. Lord of the Flies. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, from 1990? Damn. Oh, is he one of the characters from Lord of the Flies? He's like a little kid in it, yeah. So, anyways, um, I like it. It works. Um, it's it's heavy on the on the courtroom drama, and... We haven't gotten a lot of that over the last couple of years, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I enjoy the courtroom drama, um, and I think it really relies heavily on Robert Downey Jr. being able to rip dialogue oh, yeah. out at a pace that would rival Sorkin. You well, know what I mean? You know what's funny is that they kind of call it out in the film. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. his character, uh, the, the, the girl, Vera's, Vera's yeah, character. Yeah, Farmiga. She, she calls him out. She calls, like, all that fucking quick-talking bullshit uh-huh. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. Um, yeah. But it does for most people. Like, when he diffuses the situation at the bar, you're just yeah. like, oh, that's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Let me guess. You so, got DUI? Yeah, yeah. You want to yeah, go ahead? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You? Yeah. You, you got a little domestic violence going on domestic over there? Domestic violence? Yeah, yeah. Got it. Oh, you flinched. Yep. That's, oh, that's you flinched. Yeah, I love that. Sorry, honey. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah. it's really well written, but then at the same time, 
it's also well delivered. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of that goes to Johnny Jr. and his just just sheer talent. And you sheer know, and talent then what's and being himself. Him. But it's good for so, him too to get out of the superhero. Absolutely. And I and, and, and I just thought like that's great. Yeah. Although he's still playing Robert Downey Jr., you know. Yeah, but I mean? there's some serious drama parts too that uh, absolutely, absolutely, it's got to kick in. And my my biggest problem with the film, and then I'll let you guys review it, is the the relationship between him and his father, and a lot of it relies on what happens at the end. And maybe it has something to do with my own relationship with my father. We've never been super dad and son. But we've always sort of had this, you know, I never called him by his first name, mm-hmm. but, you know, he was always pops. He was never dad. And we were never, you know, super affectionate and 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 for different reasons in this film. But as the the evolution of Duvall's character towards the end, he does a couple things and I'm like, he's like the villain throughout the film. Yeah. And he never really, I don't want to get spoiler alert, but. He never really comes around. And so I kind of like at the end of the film, I felt kind of let down by, you know, maybe I maybe I'm looking for a little more Hollywood ending or something like that. You know what I mean? But um, you want a fucking hug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I like the film for the most part. It runs a little long. It's, it's, you know, it's it's a solid almost two and a half hours long. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never felt bored. I just kind of felt angry at what I was watching on the screen. Wow. At, at some points. Wow. Just because yeah, I was like, you motherfucker. Like, that's then, funny because for me, I was the opposite. Mm. That last scene, that boat, the talk, the father-son yeah. pride thing, I got something in my eyes. It happened. It just flew right in my eyes. It was <laughs> well, face was all wet. I did um, it. I had that too. I thought it was very, it was very well done, and and you know the payoff to the you know who's the best lawyer, but one it, it was like it was, were you guys seeing yourselves in the movie like with your own pops like no, I can yeah. empathize yeah, with Tony, that, like, that emotion like, is what it is. Like Tony, don't ever get fucking emotional. This is yeah, no, crazy. no. That's funny is I only get emotional at that kind of thing, right? Like I, I only I get emotional at the positive things. I don't really get emotional with the negative stuff. Because um, I empathize, I can empathize with that feeling, yeah. with that 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 pride thing. Um, mm-hmm. But see, and I forgave him because there was that last scene in the in the court where he kind of explained why, you know, why he he did certain actions, you know, that that were important to the to the to the oh, case. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Said, why well, he I saw let you the and kid him, off him and you. Th- that, why you he know, gave the, him thirty days? Well, no, I'm talking about when he said, "Well, I saw him and you, and I saw you and him." Yeah. Right. That that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that and that let me forgive it. Like I was like, cool. Really? Oh, yeah, fuck totally. him! I I wanted Robert Duvall. I wanted Robert Downey Jr. to drown Robert Duvall at the end <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> I was so angry at Robert Duvall's character for what no, he but did I mean, you saw what I mean. Courtroom. I know. I was so fuck. I was like, you. And I was hoping, and I was waiting for him to punch out fucking David Caruso in the face when he showed him. Like, <laughs> damn it, get out of here! In the wrong yeah. movie, bitch, get out of here. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I mean, I totally, I, I, I uh, forgave him, and I understand like because Robert Downey Jr.'s character, he he fucked up. He fucked up a lot. So why did he deserve the hug? Yeah, but I I why, would argue would he? he fucked up when he was younger, when he was a kid. Yeah, 
when I was a teenager. Yeah, man, is that that th- those performances, man? I was like riddle. I mean, I was I was like on the edge of my seat watching those scenes mm-hmm. when they're going back and forth. They set up that tension right away in the beginning. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Be there, and, sure. and that's what kept. That's what keeps the film going for two I and a half hours. I wish it would have been you that died, not mom. And Vincent Dark. <laughs> He's like, just yeah. say that. Yeah, and they always get the little humor, like, "Hey, what line were we in?" That shit killed me. Mm-hmm. That shit slaved me. He's like, "Hey, he's like, what, were, what were you guys in line when the handout testicles?" And he's like, "What line were we in?" That was that perfect time to drop little little comedy hits like yeah, that. Right. Yeah, just get a retard in the movie, and it's like, well, I mean, MCP. What'd you think about what the retard? No, I, I I have to. I mean, I have to like it. I. I have to emotionally like, huh? it, it got me it 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 led me down and i feel like exactly what it was trying to lead me through and um i was i was i was with it and normally courtroom dramas aren't my thing but i was following it i think robert devil's Daddy, like advocate said, come on uh well yeah that's yeah, one. exactly that's like your favorite one. movie of all time right no, it's, it's one saying, movie yeah, that should be your bread and butter <laughs> right here yeah and what other courtroom dramas am i uh, all over uh is uh uh you can't handle the truth that's yeah. a good man. Yeah, liar, liar. Come on, nah. Shit, can go all day. What's that other uh, one? I'm, that out, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, I'm out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I saw a courtroom drama that like really that really got me. Um, yeah. And uh, no, I, I dug this. I, I definitely dug it. Um, I, you're already, you know, the way Harley does, he covers all the points right away. So all I can say is like, yep, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I was I was pissed off. I'm like, man, this motherfucking movie's making making water come out of my eyes. I'm like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> like every goddamn time, I'm like, oh man. But like the brother, and then just the, it's just so hard to see, um, him being so mean to him, and you know, him being adult. One, I mean, when he fucking first um uh, talks about his marriage, and then that really pisses him off, and just like, why is he so hard on him, right? And then you see, you start. Unraveling the puzzle with his brother Vincent Doffer, what happened to with that whole thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like he said, they, they were waiting for him to um, come back and never did, and they they obviously knew. Um, and I love how they keep getting little more pieces and pieces of everything. Um, and then he had never met his granddaughter when he sees it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, the hints with the the bit of honey in the beginning, and mm-hmm. it comes back at the end. Um, it's it, yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, it's tough. Like. Uh, if you had daddy issues, yeah, you could totally relate to it. Or if you just, you know, like Hardy yeah. said, if you, uh, if, if you're like, not estranged, but just if you're not that not that close or not that infection, uh, show that much affection, like you said. Yeah, I think affection um, is probably a good, yeah. good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and Downey's like, yeah, he's he's perfectly charming and and, and snarling at the same time, and and uh, when he when he um, when we think he has. Uh, when he makes out with his, we thought it was his daughter, but actually turned out to be his niece. Spoiler um, alert! Kind of yeah. funny. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Tony can beep it. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, but that was kind of funny. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I can't. It was funny every time I'm watching. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, like the daughter needs to be here some more. She needs to stay a little bit longer because I thought maybe that might really might help the relationship. Um, I kind of dug that she wasn't in there. I kind of dug that they just 
ignored her. Like if he just oh, really? didn't come back, like it's not. I mean, he's still a dad, so it's kind of you know. I mean, I mean, the reason they're they're divorced in the beginning, you know, he's never there. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe yeah. you want to patch that up. I'm like, hey, patch everything up. Why, well, why? To me, it felt yeah, real because and that's what would happen. I mean, he has to go away. He has to be gone. It's weird. You have to be like sympathetic. You 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 sort of take one side or the other. You know, it's like. She's a desperate housewife that lives in a million dollar house. She doesn't have to do anything, and that she cheats on him. But they have like, a volleyball player. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, uh, so it's like, well, how miserable are you that you're going to fucking you know cheat on Robert Downey Jr. because he's not there? Like that doesn't give you the right to cheat on somebody. You know what I mean? Um, so it kind of sets him up to be the good guy. But obviously, like you were saying, well, I don't know. I mean, she says he's always on the phone. He's never there. Like she's like, what? Hey, what yeah, are you but do? that doesn't like, that doesn't mean you deserve to get cheated on. <laughs> that means you get that deserves to be separated, but, or you get a divorce. Right? You renegotiate the relationship because yeah, it's yeah. changed from what you originally. Contacted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's an attorney. Yeah. I mean, he's going to find it. Yeah, he's like, there's no way you're going to get her. <laughs> yeah, and that's just pride yeah. and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And so, um, but it kind of sets it up and. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't blame him. Like, he doesn't want to go back to that fucking podunk town. Like, shit, he wants to be a big, you know. And then, obviously, he is a defense attorney for, you know, we're we're starting to see these characters in films. Like, we saw him in Gone Girl. Uh, what's his name? I can't Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. And we sort of, we, they can be charming because, for whatever reason, I don't know, um, but we're starting to see that a lot. I just know. Oh, loopholes! Yeah, it's like, like, like when he, like when he hits, when he hits that shepherd with that note. It's like you can't prove eye contact. He just fucking hits him with his shoulder. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. Oh, that was like, great. You kill it. Yeah. You can't talk. And then know? they ask him to leave, and he's like, "It's not my first time. Not my first time. I'm out. All right. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's killing him. It's like, dude, and his, his dad is so goddamn stubborn. Longer. He won't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and when he's talking to him, and he's telling him that one time, like, "Don't. Are you going to say it or you're not? I don't want to spoil it, but I'm like." Oh my god! What's he gonna say? This guy's so fucking stubborn and bullheaded. Like he just won't, just won't give it. I mean, like, I mean, it's kind of reminds me of the boy named Sue song, right? He's like, I did all this for you to be strong. Oh, good call. It's, good it's tough love, but it's, yeah, it's yeah, 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 mm-hmm. fucked up. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed. It. I like the, uh, I you know, I like the um, kind of like how we're talking about horns, where it's different locations, just, just to see a little. Uh, I just like to see R D R D J in a whole different role where he's not. Tony mm-hmm. Stark, but he kind of he's always playing Tony, or you know, he's always playing Robert Downey. You know, yeah. You see mm-hmm. Clooney in every movie; it's gonna be the same guy, right? Yeah, he's, exactly, exactly. So, no, but I really, I mean, Robert Duvall was awesome too. His nominations are totally um, well deserved. Um, like I said, I just whenever it comes in, I'm just like, uh, what? I'm just like, <laughs> buddy. um, so she can do no wrong. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio too. Just a heavy drama. Just a, it wasn't. It was. You know what it was. It was. Um, it was a nice uh, change of pace for what we've been watching. Just movies yeah. in general. Like well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have sought out to watch this, but after I did watch it, I appreciate it, and it, and it stuck around after I watched it. Yeah. Um, it's it, and it, and it's a fucking emotional roller coaster because you do get that scene in the bathroom. It's really rough, but mm-hmm. then it's it's finished off with humor, mm-hmm. and it's just all over the place. So you're like you're you're like I was like sad, like damn, that is fucked up. And water's coming out of my eyes, and then I'm laughing. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to me, movie? This is fucked. I'm <laughs> laughing at the same time. I'm a hot mess. Hot mascara should be running down my eyes. <laughs> like, it's like, interesting. Yeah. I never got choked up. I never got 
I, I appreciated the scene for how well it was. And, and he said, you know, you're the best lawyer, et cetera, et cetera. But I never, I never teared up. You're so bad. You, well, you were still upset. Exactly. And you know, I tear up for the one ending, with and you didn't. You're like, that's, yeah, you that's the big weak link right, for right. me. You want right. to see Harley tear up like a bitch? Right. You put some, you talk about kids, you talk about the babies, and then I mm-hmm. turn into a big pussycat. Mm-hmm. With this, like you said, I was more angry right, than right, right. emotionally mm-hmm. because of, because of Duvall's Right. What he did at the end of he the court. He MCP's review, and he's talking about how you know he he didn't see it that way. Yeah, and uh, he felt like he did get kind of closure. I, I liked how they talk, how he was talking about his legacy, and then you see the, the flag and everything. Um, it was kind of it was a kind of little touch when RDJ's looking at it. Yep. Remember when he's talking about that story with him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think for me, it started to it started to kind of lose a little bit because Robert Downey Jr kept on coming back and if i was him you weren't seeing his arc progress right you weren't seeing it like i would have said like in any other movie like he did peace i'm out Mm -hmm. and i would have left i just would have i would have cut my lot like like you know i don't want to get too personal but like chris doesn't have a relationship with her mom because it's it's fucked it's her mom's batshit crazy she's not a healthy person if she's listening to this podcast uh, thanks for the ice cream machine, but I'm glad you're not. She she uh, she she sent us an ice cream maker, but she didn't actually put her name on it. She just had Amazon sent us an ice cream maker, and I've been making ice cream like a motherfucker over the last couple of weeks. She's called her crazy. Christmas, but she's crazy. Yeah, she's like my ex. She's got emotional issues, Ooh. and as a result, Jamie's got nothing to do with her. She's done, and she's done some relief like. Monstros monstrosity shit over back when Jamie was a kid, or when Chris was a kid. I know. Yeah, well, because she's so she. There's so many parallels between my ex and Jamie's oh. mom, Chris's mom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> <laughs> Harley, his fucking brain's all messed I know, up. It's all messed. It's all mush today. Mm-hmm. So, I'm all about eliminating unhealthy people from your life, mm. and Robert Duvall is unhealthy. <laughs> for for Robert Downey Jr.'s life, yeah, you know what I mean. Pops, but it's his pops. Uh, well, I mean, I would argue he's he's only unhealthy because he's holding a grudge. Like he's not actually doing anything that's harming him. Why his fucking his son? Now, okay, so wait, the wait, argument, you're saying he's not doing anything that's har- that's harming him? Right, not he's not actively doing something to him. No, you're right. He was just a douchebag throughout his entire life. Yeah, get over it, you pussy. <laughs> no, and I would get over it. I just wouldn't come back. I mean, yeah, I well, yeah, and he mom. didn't. Obviously, I mean, I think that's the point. The funeral. He and then, he left and came back, and then he and had then he, reasons to stay. And then he does the right thing. He says, "Look, there's no better defense attorney on the planet than me. So, pops, if you want me to represent you, I'll represent you." The second Robert Duvall said, "Get the fuck out of here," I'd have been like, "Pacey punk bitch, I'm out." Yeah. I would have left. I would have just said, fuck you. You're on your own. You want fucking retarded... Uh, well, he was. He was in the plane. Shepherd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then he gets a call. You right, know and I mean? he said... He's like, all right, unless this is about murder. And then he's like, shit, it's about murder. And then it is. But and but I'm saying after that, when he's like, no, nah, Dak Shepard's going to be my fucking oh, lawyer, right, not right. you. I would be like, fine. Enjoy your fucking last couple years. Especially once I found out he was sick. Well, and I don't know. that. that, that yeah. Actually, that's not true. Because I... I have become incredibly more 
sympathetic to Pops' batshit behavior over the last year or so because of his, his sickness. So, um, so yeah, it, it was just hard for me to be sympathetic to Robert Duvall's character. And at the end, I was just like, good. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. felt it, it yeah. So yeah, it was a very yeah. it was a very good film. <laughs> it was done very well. Um and so yeah, it's a solid buy that for a dollar. Where's that button? I'd buy that for a dollar. Tony? Same. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, same too. Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed it. I'd buy that for a dollar. I mean, it's I got potential for Slater only because it, it made me cry. So I, I'll, I'll give it a revisit at some point. And I, I would even, I would even rewatch it just for the, the quick dialogue delivery, the just the sheer, the scenes. I just love the way they re- revealed Billy Bob, and you're like, oh shit! I mean, here's another badass character actor going to yeah. go up again head to head with RD in, in the courtroom mm-hmm. too. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like a. It's like a dream team. Like, oh hell yeah, this is mm-hmm. great. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I mean, if I was expecting to see Keanu Reeves with a southern accent, I'm like, oh fuck, it's on <laughs> now. <laughs> Keanu Reeves character from Double Dark. You're like, oh shit, here we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants it more? No, but yeah, I, I said performances are great. I, 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 thought, I mean, everyone. If people are interested, they should check it out for sure. Like I said, I would have never seeked it out, but I love the, I love doing this podcast and and makes me watch movies like this because we're all you know. It's got different tastes, or just wants to recommend something different, and then and watch it and thoroughly enjoy it. So it's that's it's a win-win. When did Robert Downey Jr. get sober? Before Iron Man, maybe a little bit before. I mean, he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So I want to say whenever that came out. Yeah, that was two thousand and five. Maybe then. And then Iron Man was two thousand and eight, and he did Charlie Bartlett, Lucky You, Zodiac. Uh, Fur, A Scanner Darkly, The Shaggy Dog, A Guide to Recognize Your Saints, Good well, Night, Good Luck. So maybe before all that. <laughs> I mean, you look at his IMDb, he never took a break. Yeah. Those like, sound like minor roles, though. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Well, right on. It was uh, my tr- turn to choose the extra credit, and uh chose a little thing from 1992. After a simple jewelry heist goes terribly wrong, the surviving criminals begin to suspect that one of them is a police informant. Written directed by Quentin Tarantino, produced by uh, Roger Avery, or written by Roger Avery, who um, does a little background radio dialogue and uh, does a little cameo in the movie. Um, you guys all know how I feel about Tarantino. You guys pretty much know, but I'm going to review it, so I'm going to let you guys get the mic here. I'm going to let MCP go first. And uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you think of uh, Reservoir Dogs, Tony? Well, I've I've seen it before. Um, mm-hmm. and I remember I liked it before, but not and you know nothing nothing great. Um, mm-hmm. And this time around, I turned the subtitles on. I fucking love I this sh- movie. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, like, I had I had, to, to, I had subtitles on too. It's like I I have to read it in order to really appreciate it. And I was like, man, this is some good shit. Um, <laughs> I like love each, the fucking. I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep cutting. Sorry. <laughs> right? Yeah, because each the way but, uh, the way the characters it, talk, just the way they talk, and the way it, the actors deliver it, was just like it was really cool. Like, I was, but I, I, was I totally love the introduction, the, the very beginning of the movie. It's like before they do the diamond heist, they're all having breakfast, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're all talking. So you get a little hint of oh, all sure. the characters. It's, it's infamous now. I mean, everybody knows about that. You know, yeah, everybody yeah, knows yeah, about exactly. that scene. Mr. Pink doesn't tip. <laughs> what do you mean you don't tip? What do you mean? Just they don't believe in it. Shut up. 
I pay for your breakfast. Put a dollar in like everyone else. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't even thing. know a Jew. I don't, like, I I don't even know, it. I don't yeah, even know a, a, a Jew that would say something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, never mind what you think. Cough up a dollar, you cheap bastard. No. Yeah, the thing. I like how they re- – I never. I, this was the first time I've seen the movie where the guy referenced uh, the Lawrence Tierney character as the thing. Right, right. Yeah, I never <laughs> picked thing. up on that before what either. The fuck, look like the thing. The thing. Yeah, like I said, I've watched it. So, yeah, I mean everything. I wanted to catch the newer things and I did catch a couple of new things, which, which I'll talk about. But sorry, Tony had the yeah. floor. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, what what I what I really noticed this time is um, I enjoyed the dialogue a lot more um, throughout the whole film. Um, I, I enjoyed the backstories because before I didn't really give, give much shit about the backstory. Um, even Lane kind of pointed out like, well, she's like, eh, I, I didn't really need that much backstory. Like it almost went too long. But this time around, I was like, I was into it. Like he was talking to, you're, um, you're a fan of the dialogue. I am a fan that? of the dialogue, but <laughs> I guess I'm more of a fan of the dialogue when I can read it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and this time, and, and I, what I noticed is that I was picking up on all the dialogue and all the new exposition and the character dynamics that went along with the dialogue that when I got to the oh shit Mexican standoff I really enjoyed it like it, it had so much more weight to it mm-hmm. than I'd ever experienced in, in previous watchings so that is the big thing for me is nice. that, uh, that I, I, was able first to enjoy, time? I actually enjoyed the whole film yeah it was her first time uh-huh. What did she, she think? She she liked it. She just uh, she didn't like it as much as I did, so I had to beat her down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. And and Harley, you had uh, she revisit again, right? You seen, <laughs> yeah, you watch it with your old lady. I've, uh, no, she she uh, she was falling asleep. Um, although she likes it, she's she's seen it before. Seen it before. She likes Got it. it. Right on. And um, the first time I saw this was when you were, turned me on to it, and I was being a hipster, and I was hating on Martin Scorsese, and Martin Scorsese, Jesus Christ, <laughs> well, I am, I'm I not fucking Nyquil. <laughs> I need some Nyquil. I do. I do. I was hating on Tarantino, and and I said, I oh, Reservoir Dogs. That movie sucks. And then I revisited it. It might have been like right around the time we started the podcast where I kind of just I no, nah, I think it was before that. Where I I watched it again, totally open minded, and I thought, Wow, this is a really good movie. And then I watched it again a couple years ago and I was like, Ah, this is a really good movie. And then I watched it again last night, and I was like, it just gets better. Like, how can a movie so simplistic and so budget get better every time you watch it. Like you were pointing out, Fonzo, the little things, you know, mm-hmm. the little like, you know, I I was looking up. I, I don't know if you'll, you'll pull this out of your ass probably, but the Lawrence Tierney character, Joe or is Joe, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, I love the reference when he goes, dead is Dillinger. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1945, he played Dillinger. Awesome. Like. <laughs> That's, that's probably Tarantino shit, you know? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's that's Tarantino being a huge fucking fan of film mm-hmm. and, and you know, in cinema history. And so mm-hmm. that's cool. And there's a lot of – just a lot of stuff. And, and we really see the Tarantino that everybody knew and loved. And, and nobody saw Reservoir Dogs before they saw Pulp Fiction. 
You know what I mean? Everybody right. saw Pulp Fiction and then said, oh, my God, this movie's amazing. And then they went back and saw Reservoir Dogs. And I was that person. I saw Pulp Fiction. I was like, yeah, it's all right. Although it's fucking a brilliant film now. <laughs> and then I saw Reservoir Dogs. I was like, no, it's 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 incredibly violent. It's it's really heavy. Uh, you know, there's obviously not a heavy ending. Um, that's probably my only criti- critical thing of the film, I think. Um, and we'll spoil the shit out of it. I I wanted to see Harvey Keitel be a little more, you know, uh, you know, like, oh, maybe I did the right thing or something. I don't know. Like, no, but he's was... like putting the gun to his head like, Jesus Christ, homie. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 I thought it was brilliant. I think and, it ended uh, it the only way it could have ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, everybody dies. Although at the end, it's interesting. He's going through. He's going. He, yeah, he met, like, imagine the emotions he's going through, like, man. Yeah, yeah, like, right. Like, the double, it's, the betrayal, the, the trust. You know, yes, oh yes. man. I put my guard yeah. down. I trusted you. You know, I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to be a professional. I shouldn't give a fuck. But yeah. uh, but uh, but I felt bad because he's like like he said he's like this young kid. You know, he's like God damn it, Joe. What are you doing? Uh, and and then when he felt like I'm like, be like, oh motherfucker, here this whole time. You know, we could have, yeah. Then, yeah, everything going through your mind so fucking fast, and it's like, yeah, gun to the temple, right? Your chin, you're like, damn, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, the interesting yeah. thing is, is Wikipedia at the end says, uh, at the film's end, many muffled voices are heard, which are supposed to be police officers storming the that's, warehouse. That's funny you said that because that was a new thing I was going to tell you that I heard. Um, I was for some reason I could hear I was hearing able I hear a lot more background when I had it on my headphones so that's because I was mm. watching it on my laptop and I can hear police talking because I always thought like maybe Mr. Pink does get away in my mind I'm like hey he gets away I always um, thought he I always hoped he got away yeah but if you hear the police radio you can hear him you can hear him you know they they stop him you hear you hear gunfire they're like hey put your gun down did that you hear him get hit he's like all right all right god damn it I'm hit. And uh, you can hear him getting arrested in the background. Oh, and so I thought they – so the Wikipedia says the vocals in the final scene appear to indicate that Mr. Pink is taken into police custody and that Mr. White is shot dead after killing Mr. Orange. In the end, all characters except the arrest of Mr. Pink are left dead. So I got that. I got that, that mm-hmm. he kills Mr. Pink and that the cops end up shooting him. Um, he killed Mr. Orange. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. White killed Mr. Orange. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but I I never heard the Mr. Pink getting taken into the custody. Yeah, when you go back and watch it, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, if you can hear it, turn it up. It's pretty interesting. And that's that's before the credits roll, correct? Yes. Okay, so mm-hmm. I just have to do head headphones. Yeah, like, right on. Right yeah, on. it's so, really cool. Um, um, yeah, I mean it's it's for what it is for an uber violent, super stylized. You know, uh, you know, I don't know what else to say about it. You know. It's essentially a perfect film. I mean, I really don't have any cr- anything critical to say ab- about it. Um, all the characters are brilliant. Um, uh, you know, Tim Roth. It's like he's amazing in this, and then he kind of like disappeared on Hollywood. I mean, for the most part of, of obviously he's in Pulp Fiction, but um, you know, didn't do a whole lot. Nothing big. Michael Madsen is fucking. You know, that's where I. That's right. where I totally like started. I go after that movie. I'm like, I'm gonna follow his career. I, I yeah, be, yeah. I I'll try to watch everything. He are was you just in. gonna? Are so you just gonna bark all day long, little doggy? Or are you gonna bite? You know, and it's like, 
Yeah, and yeah. Chris Penn is really good in it. I fucking love him, Nice Guy Eddie. I love Chris yeah. Penn. In it. You know, Steve so Buscemi's good. on banging on all cylinders, mm. and then you love Joe. Joe's fucking yeah. awesome. Um, that was probably the thing that I took away most from it. This this viewing was mm-hmm. just how much how much Joe ate up scenery when he was on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said. Well, why am I Mr. Pink? Because you're a faggot. You know, it's just like fucking great like way too. It's fucking you're hilarious. A fucking faggot. That's why. And yeah, exactly. Laughing. I'll be yeah, no. Exactly. I'll be Mr. Purple. I'll be fine with that. He's like, you can't be Mr. Purple. Guy in another job is Mr. Purple. You're fucking <laughs> Mr. Pink. He's like, all so, right, fuck, it's fucking beneath me. Move on. Yeah, and exactly. Like, exactly. And he's like, then he goes, that. and my friend line goes, I'll fucking move on when I feel like it. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> tell me what to do. I'll move on when I feel like it. Yeah, it's just like this move. macho d- yeah, douchebag. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, like but, a cr- he's some he's somebody out of out of a, a Martin Scorsese gangster flick. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's got that very right. Italian mob. Like I love when like Chris Petty got. He's like fucking toothpick. I see you with my own eyes, but I can't fucking believe it. And they're fighting right in front of his desk. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, like, Cody, I love, like I love how Cody he also gets up. samples from uh, um, like how the movie's all in different. It's not in. The, it's not in the very regular narrative. Yeah, you see, you know, like see that. scenes of them like of them all hanging out like in the car. I fucking love that scene when they're all four in the car. Oh, and they're talking shit. Yeah, they're talking about the girl. They glue the dude's dick. My, I think my favorite scene is when uh, Mr. Orange is telling the undercover story of the marijuana. Yeah, and I think it's funny. The the reason, it's so it's so well done because of what and and I give all the credit to Tarantino. And not only that, is, but before that too, the cop with. Him. You know what he's asking about the details. He keeps well. That's that's later. exactly my point. Is it goes from we're just backstory, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. now we're seeing him actually tell the story to the guys. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to the third scene of what it would be like if the scene actually happened. Mm-hmm. But the the yeah. the the point is, is it never happened? It's just mm-hmm. a story. To convince them that you're an undercover cop. Except for the dialogue is so goddamn good. The delivery, the performance is so good. You're actually biting your nails when he goes in there and there's four cops talking about how I almost shot this fucking guy because he was reaching for the fucking registration. And Tim Roth is is blow drying his hands. How fucking cool is that? He's got the biggest balls on the planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So loud, they're all like just looking at him. That, that series from in the restaurant to on the roof to in the bathroom oh, and then at the strip. Uh, I don't know if it's a club or a strip joint. I don't see any naked chicks. So I'm well, I love the, the whole roof scene where they're talking um, and they're setting it all up. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's four There's right. four scenes you see that. And I and, and as as like those four combined, I think, is like the is like my favorite part of the film. It's done so well. It's so smart, and that it, it's just like it's 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 filmmaking gold. You know, I, I just love uh, that. You get, mm-hmm. you know, you he literally shot the scene as if it happened, and you're yeah. just you're just eating it up as a film. There's book. a scene yeah, where you know, like really the cops are staring at him. But then he's still telling the story, standing uh-huh. there. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. The camera's exactly. turning um, around. Yeah, that, what's really great about that scene um, is Tim Roth's delivery of him be, playing a guy who can't act and having to re, you know repeat and repeat and repeat the lines until he got it, until he made it convincing. Like I, I, I totally bought it. 
And it, as yeah. it was following those like four different scenes of him getting better and better and repeating it to his, you know, to the the black guy cop. Give me fucking Brando. Yeah, and uh, the and then the I'm actual delivery. The fucking Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah, that's what really that's really made that scene. Yeah, it's definitely because when he does scene. deliver it to his mm-hmm. to Harvey and all them, and they even like and they ask what's questions, going and, on? and he's like, bam, he's like Johnny on the fucking spot. You're yeah. just like, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They got him in. Yeah, they got him in. Yeah, he's exactly, got him. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a brilliant film. I I would argue it's you know it's 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 funny i'm not, you know i'm not the biggest tarantino fan i mean like the killville the kill bill films i just don't care for i have no desire to rewatch them um you know some of his earlier films um are you know good um but really i think his best work is pulp fiction in this one and <laughs> you didn't like inglorious bastards of django i didn't like django oh. um and I only watched Inglorious Bastards once, and I really have to rewatch that. Okay. Um, but I like when he does these small, you know, small. They're, they're more smaller. Um, but it just goes to show how much talent he does have. And and I would argue this really is his best film, considering what he had to work with. Relatively unknown actors, essentially a zero budget. It was made for a couple million dollars or something. Well, like you that. don't think all those actors were established then? Uh, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. He helped. He helped uh, fund the movie. You read Michael the Madsen. What did Michael Madsen do before this? Mm, I, I mean, I look up yeah. IMDb right now. Okay. Because uh, I, I don't think Michael Madsen did anything before 1992. Uh, God damn, he's got IMDb as long as. <laughs> oh, he was in Thelma and Louise. There you go. He was in The Doors. Uh, the end oh, that's of right. Innocence, that's right. the yeah. which I think is no, I don't recognize that film. Um, that was the Partridge Family's. Doesn't somebody want to oh, be wanted? Followed by fucking... Edison Lighthouse's Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes. As Kate <laughs> Willie's Super Sounds of the Seventies Weekend just keeps on trucking. Trucking. <laughs> so I love it. Toy said with that song. That song. Every time I hear that song, I can only think about the fucking scene with Michael Manson and the kind yeah. of. Absolutely, absolutely. No, and, and he does that so, so well. He does that so well. Like, he can tap, like hooked on the feeling was it's so like like reminds me of Guardian of the Galaxy. But I remember it played it in this movie or the song before too when they all start beating up the cop. Come on now, give it to me, huh? Come on, uh, and he's like, dun, 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 dun. he pulls the tape. It's like, oh shit, dude! It's, he does that so well, man. It's fucking great. I love just them having just conversations. You know, like the time where Mister Weiss hugging Tim Roth and talking about. If you get a fucking Charles Bronson type, hit him with the butt of your gun. <laughs> yeah. But I just love that scene, you know? And he ends up like, all that shit up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone, everyone delivers his lines fucking great, right? Like yeah. like you said, he always writes for people he knows, right? I mean, Tim Roth, like, in the beginning of Pulp Fiction, in the in the, in the the coffee shop, in the very beginning, you know? Yep. He, kill, he kills it. Um, yep. Everybody does. Samuel kills it. I mean, everybody everybody gets to shine. That's why I think this kind of is kind of great, you know what I mean? Um, but Chris Penn too. I mean, he's so good too. I love him. And it, he's like, God damn it, hold on. I'm still got some questions of my own. Yeah, you know? yeah. All right, Mister Fucking Co- Compassion. I'll call a doctor. He's like, Who are you gonna call? A fucking snake charmer. Who do you think? I'll call a doctor. <laughs> Fix him right up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This, and yeah, then this. it's and then now this is uber uber violent. It's yeah. a 
I mean, you see hard, hard R. It's incredibly yeah. violent. It's cut news zero. When you see Buscemi fucking pull that chick out of the car by her hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking wail on those cops. Blah, blah, blah. Just let them have it. It takes off driving. I mean, I and love then like, Harvey Keitel double wielding the cops. Yeah, yeah. Just, just straight out. Yeah, he looks badass too. Yeah, um, and then you see the cool name. I love the see... area too. It feels like down like. like oh, it's um, very LA. It feels right. very LA ish. Yeah, it's so. And they're cool. making they're constantly making references to different parts of L.A. Like, Long Beach and stuff. It's One the, of the black. Things... It's the black Beverly Hills. And yeah. like... <laughs> I love too. In the very beginning, when we're talking about Mr. White, when he's talking to Joe, you know who he's talking about. Mm, say that again. Yeah, Joe, remember when when we when it says Mr. White on the name, and he's sitting there having the drink. He's talking to Joe, talking about the heist and everything. Yes. Joe asks him, "How's Alabama doing? You know who Alabama is? Oh." Oh my God, Alabama from from True what's the romance. movie? Patricia Arquette. Uh, uh, they worked cool. together. They did a couple heists together. Did you catch mm-hmm. that? Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it fucking geeks me out. It's like so fucking cool. And he's but like, Alabama is the... he's like, I don't know, three four years now. You know, we haven't talked, but yeah. But Alabama is the girl, right? Mm-hmm. Patricia Arquette. A... Yeah, but she's not a bank robber in in uh, True Romance. Mm-hmm. So they must be after. If you follow the timeline, you know, because she did steal, she still steal uh, Derexel's money or the drugs. Yeah, that's a good point. Sold it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. yeah so she's she's out on the run. She got a kid, and she became a little thief, and she was working with Mr. Wife at one point, which hmm. I thought was awesome. And then Vince Vic Vega, Michael Madsen, he's the brother of John Travolta's character. He's Vincent Vega. Oh. At one point, Tarantino was supposed to make a Vega Brothers movie, so Michael Madsen's Vic Vega. Travolta's Vincent Vega. Yeah, and but also, Mike, but but yeah, also, the, the, also, the characters are so. Well, he funny. actually he actually wanted. The only reason I think he did that is because he actually wanted Michael Madsen in Pulp Fiction and couldn't get him. Oh, as that as that character. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it would have been a totally different movie. Yeah, um, but um, so there's that. There's also some other little little things too, little nods. It's funny because like in Pulp Fiction, how um how. But Shemi doesn't tip, and in Pulp Fiction he plays a waiter. <laughs> in Pulp Fiction, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in that in that Jack Rabbit Slim restaurant, he plays Buddy oh, Holly. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It's almost like the Quentin Tarantino universe for sure. Exactly, absolutely. Yeah, because they even say Seymour Scagnetti, the parole officer from Michael Madsen. Oh yeah, Buses Chops. Yeah, Scagnetti. Yes, yeah, Sc- yeah. Scagnetti is uh, Tom Sizemore in True Romance. Oh yeah, yeah. I think there's a whole like a, a site or something that has them all like all the uh, Easter all the Karen Tarantino yeah writing yeah. Tarantino yeah it's pretty cool. I mean for oh, me yeah. like yeah. that I, I I love that kind of stuff you know. Yeah. So um, bottom line is it's a it it, it it's hard to watch because it's so heavy. It's not you know it's fuck you fuck you I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> I'm fucking uh, it's it's hard. It's a heavy film, uh, but it's brilliant, and uh, it's it gets nothing less than a full on. It's it's a high Slater. It's that a, like was a fucking it's, movie. It's a it's essentially a perfect film. So. I'm pretty sure this is gonna be certified. That was a fucking movie. Oh shit! Tony gave it to Slater. Oh shit, son. Mm-hmm. Was Pulp Fiction a certified Slater? We reviewed it on the podcast, didn't we? I don't think. I think I tried to pick, and you're like, no, 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 we've all seen it. So maybe, yeah. 
Uh, we've we've talked about it on the podcast because I would give it a slider. It's a brilliant film too. I would review it, Tony. Maybe that reviews car feels like you were mentioning a couple of podcasts. Ah, uh, you know what? Maybe we did when Tony was on his hiatus. That could be. Yeah, that could have been it. Um, eighty-two. It looks like we talk about. Mm. Somebody talks oh. about Pulp Fiction. Okay, maybe a revisit. It was. Yeah. Uh... yeah, Tarantino always gets a bad rap of like um like. It was assigned ideas. extra credit on eighty-two, so we reviewed it on eighty-three. Oh, mm. there you go. Yeah, he always gets a bad rap of like uh, stealing ideas because this is like the idea of the story is like from some uh, Japanese movie. I forget what it's called. It's probably on the trivia. But um, but what he does, he does that shit. But then he like, he adds his like um, his influence, his touch to it, and some a lot of people say it makes it better. You know what I mean? Well, he really got he really came under fire with Inglorious Bastards. I think that was the first time it sort of came out because it was literally a film called Inglorious Bastards, and that I think that kind of hurt his. Um, everybody yeah, was but all I th- of a sudden. I think there's only a couple of different things where they just kill us, but it, but the actual story was like completely different. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then like the other one was kind of just straight up, fucking like Django was like, all right, this is on my own. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, to me, yeah, for sure, it's obvious, absolutely fucking Slater. That was a fucking um, movie. I had a Mr. Blonde poster in my apartment. I lived in Northside when uh, when I saw the movie. I had um, just when I hear stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> I would do that dance if I were coming in a room or if I'd hear that song. You can help do the Michael Madsen dance. I want a favorite scene soon. He grabs the ear and he's like, hello, can you hear me? He just fucking talks to the fucking ear that he throws it on the ground. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. he's so he's crazy. Really... And he's like, hey, hey, he's like, hey, he's like, I've, I've heard it all before. So, you know, don't even, you know, he's like, don't even waste your breath. I've heard it all before. He's like, I'm just going to fucking kill you because I like the idea of torturing the cop. You're like, God damn. You know, he's like, it costs- don't, don't, don't do this. I got a little kid. He's like, hey, hey, are you done? You're done? You're like, God damn. He's fucked up. <laughs> and that's why you don't feel bad when he gets hosed down. Uh, I do. One, $1.2 million. That's how much the film cost me. I like when, uh, when Harvey is like, he's like, he's like what do you, you forgot the french fries for your, your, your soda? He's like, no, I already no, had I it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he's so calm. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, so who's got a homework next week? An extra credit. All right, I got it. Oh. And, oh, uh, shit. We out. talked about this. I know Fonza brought it up, I think. Um, but hmm. It wasn't available. I, this is interesting. Sorry. Now I'm looking at trivia on Reservoir Dogs. Oh, here we go. That's There's it. a grip on it. There's a shit. Uh, I know. I was going to read to him, like, oh, we ain't got time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody that inter- that's, likes this film, go on IMDb. And, uh, I just read one now because you're curious. Because you uh, Michael Madsen, you're like, this guy's such a fucking monster in the film. <laughs> Michael Madsen had difficulty filming the torture scenes. He was particularly reluctant when he was required to hit actor Kirk Baltz when the cop pleading for his life says that he has a child at home and line not in the script. Mm-hmm. Madsen himself, a new father at the time, was so disturbed by the idea of leaving a child fatherless that he couldn't finish the scene. Wow. You couldn't even tell, man. Cause oh, yeah. He's brilliant scene, right? at it. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. At several points, Tim Roth had laid in the pool of fake blood for so long that the blood dried out and he had to be peeled off the floor, which took several (laughs) minutes. I was thinking about that. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, funny. The budget didn't stretch to obtaining police assistance for traffic control, 
So in the scene where Steve Buscemi forces a woman out of her car and drives off in it, he could only do so when the traffic lights were green. <laughs> I mean, it's just guerrilla filmmaking, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, felt like like Chris Penn's track jacket. That was like that's his clothes. Yeah, yeah. It said that a lot of the scenes were. The film's budget was so low that many of the actors simply used their own clothing as wardrobe, most notably Chris Penn's track jacket. Yeah. Signature black suits provided for yeah. free by the designer. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, Tony, you were saying? That's how it's going to keep reading. When, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When a bizarre shaving accident lands rebellious teen Helen in the hospital, what? she develops an unlikely bond with her male nurse, who she seduces with the stories of her sexual adventures while using her illness to try and reunite her divorced parents. That sound familiar at all? No. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's try a shorter synopsis. The adventures of an eccentric girl who has strange attitudes towards hygiene and sexuality. Oh, shit. Wetlands. This is this year's, going to be this year's Serbian film. Yeah, right. How did I fucking know I was going to pick that movie? (laughs) The moment I saw that trailer, I was like, this is a fucking movie for Tony right here. Yep. Gonna happen. Oh boy, and it's gonna happen. We're all going, going to it's land. Gonna get wet. Damn it, we should have done it last week when Harley was sick. We're throwing up all over the place. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, hopefully we're all. I've seen it the too, and it's just like, mm-hmm. I think like the dude comes in or something, and she grabs it and eats. It. Oh god, it's yeah, it's. The best part is that next week we're all going to be healthy and chewing on some fucking peppers. Oh boy, review. that's going to make it interesting. <laughs> That'll be awesome. <laughs> so what is it called again? Wetlands. Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. Alright. About tight. I was I eventually I knew I was gonna watch it, so mm-hmm. <laughs> hold on to your butts. So Harley, what do you got? He, he, just, he couldn't I'm, even take it scared. anymore. I'm on, I'm on throwing up right now. I'm already fucking sick. <laughs> He's, I re- I remember you showing me the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, one." Well, when I first, I'm like, "This is crazy." <clears throat> I'm sure Tony, Tony saved it in his catalog. Well, I mean, uh, the we're, we're going, we're going, uh, action, 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 Jackson. <laughs> action, uh, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go old, old Stallone. This oh, is one of my shit. favorites as a kid. Oh shit! Um, Can I guess? This, is, yeah, go ahead. Let's see a little uh, Cobra. No. No. Oh. Close. Same time frame. Oh. A couple years later. Actually, like six years later. <laughs> oh, real close. <laughs> how how brilliant is John Lithgow oh, in shit. Cliffhanger? I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, shit. No You're going to love it. This movie is a blast. I started, I started watching it one time, and I never finished it. I forget why. Oh, you got to watch it. It's a blast. Is it still on what? Netflix, Tony? Fuck if I know. Oh. I was on there for a while. Oh shit! I remember you people saying that how, how scary he was and how good he is in it. Oh, he's so good. The yeah. movie's a lot of fun. It's a lot of yeah. fun. I don't know. Tony, made you, you choose that? So what made you I've choose? I've seen it? it. I saw it when I was when I was younger. Oh, um, it was just always a classic of mine. I loved it. I have it on DVD, um, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it in years, and so I want to revisit it. And I'm too lazy to find anything else. <laughs> Oh, it's unavailable to stream. Motherfucker. Yeah. Also revisited T2. Re- revisited what? T2. Oh, right on. 
And that movie for till I to the day I die when Arnold self terminates makes me cry mm-hmm. every really day. interesting every, God, every time dude every now, let me that music and then John's crying he's going to go and he's got to yeah. go oh it's gonna it's gonna do it right now I better stop talking about it. he needs a vacation um now let me ask you this <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst it's probably the worst written dialogue because. It's a joke, but it was never anything that he's re- – so everything that Arnold said that was funny was repeated that was already told to him. You know what I mean? So he, he just comes it. out of nowhere with, I need a vacation? That's awesome. Like, where did because he John get that John Connor taught him all that. Well, no, but John Connor never ta- taught him how to say, I need a vacation. Well, when they had that long road trip to Mexico, maybe he told him that. No, well, he maybe. told him to, yeah, he can awesome. mix things, mix and match. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. Chill out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, you get it? Dick he's Rod. like, no problem. Exactly. But nowhere, like, hey, nowhere do they ever it. talk about. I need a vacation. <laughs> so I just thought it was funny. Um, yeah. uh, do you watch the theatrical release or the director's cut? It's on Netflix. I don't know. It's probably just a theatrical one. Yeah. Is it? Uh, is it two hours and thirty no. minutes long? No. Okay. Because I, I, I always I always watch the director's cut. Yeah. I like seeing the extra scenes. It always makes it seem newer to me. Yeah. yeah. When you hey, see, I got a full house. The, 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 T-1000, the T-1000 starts, uh, his hand room. sticks to the bar. Yeah, yeah. At the end. And it's funny because when I was watching it, I remember that scene. I'm like, hey, there's that, uh, that's right. They cut it out, right? Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that movie. Yeah, you know, I was watching it again. The whole tr- uh, um, He uses a big-ass truck twice in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, motherfucker was totally, totally influenced by Road Warrior. When you watch Just because they used get... big rigs. Well, he used he used it in Terminator One too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there it's it's heavy heavy in Road Warrior for sure. And guess what? Um, at, uh, at the end of March, I'll be going to Monster Palooza, and uh, Jeanette Goldstein's going to be there, and oh, Michael right, Bay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's right. You mentioned that. Yeah, I'm stoked for that for sure. But cool, that concludes another episode of the Bad Boys podcast. We just randomly ranted on all things movies. Checked out the judge. We all, we all, we all liked it. We all really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, was- it made us uh, teared up. Um, we all bought it for a dollar. And Reservoir Dogs is joins the illustrious list of certified slaters. I, I thought we had a list of it on the on the site. I thought Tony had a section. I couldn't remember. Where did I? No, I never made one. Oh, I thought you had a list or something. I remember. Mm, nope. Oh, okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought I. Uh... It, was, it was an idea, but it would be yeah, difficult. You mad, you have to go back. Oh man, you already changed the title to Action Paction. Damn it! I thought it was going to be the other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. Oh shit! It's already been like cool. Well, that concludes that episode. Like I said, like us on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud if you're on SoundCloud. You can subscribe on SoundCloud too. Yeah. Cool. And do that shit. Well, however you guys listen to it. You know, I'd love to find out how people listen to it. Cause I, I see all the hits from SoundCloud and I can see, like, it says a popularity on iTunes. You know, it's got all the bars to the, but I don't know. It doesn't have a number count. So I'm kind of curious to see how people listen to it. I know Denal listens to it from the website. Cause like how Tony right now has episode 248. He'll click on it and be like, Oh man, the, the episode's not up. <laughs> <laughs> but it links to SoundCloud, right, Tony? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just not there yet because I haven't uploaded it. I mean, right. But- but if you look on the site, it looks like it's there, you know. But uh, it doesn't look like it's there, and uh, the, the there's no link to it. 
Right, but I'm saying it looks like when you say two, you know, 247, 246, it's got all that information. And then it's got the little orange button. And then uh, when he goes on the side, I think if he's watching on his phone, he goes, oh, the episode's up. See, it's 248. Right, and he's 248 like, oh, doesn't have an orange button. Right. Mm. Yeah. Hey, man, some people are colorblind. What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> Can't see orange buttons, right? Why are you attacking me? I'm just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> it's, it's Mr. Orange Button, all right, motherfucker? <laughs> Mr. Orange Button. You can't because I got four guys all trying to be Mr. Black, and they always fight, but nobody wants to back down. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Pro- Mr. Purple's from another gig, from another job. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Brown's a little too close to Mr. Shit, all right? <laughs> if it was eight, Mr. White, if it ain't so much trouble, let's trade. Nobody's trading with nobody. <laughs> I love that. I love that so bad. Uh, you see the back in the background too. That chalkboard he's got the diamond heist. All uh-huh. these little things, you know, that's uh, sprinkled in there. Because you know they felt like they had a couple of relations before they even did the heist. With Joe hanging out with Mr. White and uh, Mr. Eddie, and Mr. Blonde, Mr. Blonde shows up, and uh, yeah, awesome. Episode two forty eight. It's a wrap. Your boy Fonzo say we ride together. Charlie, we die together. Literally, I'm probably gonna die before midnight. <laughs> MCP uh, refusing to tip for life. <laughs> hey, convince me. Give my dollar back. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That's like that's what like kills the scene for me. It's like yeah. he's like, yeah, you convince me. Give my dollar back. He's like, what? Are you? He's like, he's like, this chick was nice. Like, hey, when I want my coffee filled, I want it. I filled up fucking six times. Six times. How much coffee do you drink, motherfucker? Like, well, maybe she's too busy. Uh, too busy should be in a in a waitress vocabulary. Say, like, well, what do you want to do? Take her in the back and suck your dick? <laughs> Chris Pringle, I'd go, 12, I'll go over 12% for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I will it. say this. I will say this. Uh-huh. What is it with Tarantino in his love for Nick?